Welcome, everybody, to the Fucker Out of Find Out podcast. Today's episode is going to be on responsible dosing. That means not fucking giving the new person a goddamn mind-melting amount of freaking drugs. So we're going to be oh. kind of covering, like, moderate dosing, uh, dosing for, like, um, what do you call that? Uh, where the people take the little tiny microdoses. Microdosing? Uh, yeah, and then, like... Uh, abuse, Macrodo- uh, macrodosing? They're like a micro uh, God dosing? <laughs> and uh, how uh, how abuse of psilocybin would work, theoretically, even though it's not possible. So here we go. Today we have uh, mindful melting and psychodontics. Mindful, this is I believe his first time on the podcast. It's super awesome to have him on, and he is a big and virgin, virgin, yeah, super big advocate yep. for responsible dosing, which is super awesome. We always have Deadpool and Trim as well, as you can tell by the parent noises. Trim's here. Yeah, he is Trim's here. <laughs> being attacked. Oh, what are you talking about? Hello. He's being. He's being attacked by a <laughs> by a plethora of cloaca at the moment. That's that's so. my entertaining soundboard that I keep ready for you guys. Oh, the jungle sounds. Ah, yeah, yes. it helps me rest and relax. A wimboy, a wimboy. In the jungle, the mighty jungle. Yeah, you've been drinking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, bitches. This is only my second one. I'm just in a good mood. No. What the hell happened? Oh. You kill a kitty? No, we went out to the fucking new property and put and like drew out what we're putting the house. Oh shit, nice. Yeah, we went out there with like the title company and the people that are actually going to set like the foundation and shit. They went like we want it here. And uh they went, Cool. And so everything's fucking set and the roads start they're starting to build fucking shit the infrastructure out now. So yeah. Awesome. Gotta get that shit done. Get done That's quick. Yeah, it was super cool. And then tiniest uh, got to go and pick like a fuckload of wildflowers. So she had my all. Yeah. She got out there and there was a bunch of like, you know, because it's been raining like a lot. And so uh there's just just giant fields of wildflowers, blue bonnets, everything. And so Tiniest was just out there going ham. And she got a box full of wildflowers to give to mom. And so it was a good day I had my all. It's a good day I had my all. You know what I was just thinking? Huh. We need an intro, an intro song. Yeah, we do. I like the heavy breathing we're getting from Psychonautics. That's a great intro. <laughs> Hi. It's just, oh, no, it's, no. Just, it's just like dinosaur noises over here. Hi. Hi. Well, if we were to do it, we what would be our intro song? It had to be something fucked up. Because, I mean, this is the same place that... And I, so I was trying to explain to somebody today, like in my regular everyday normal life, like 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 Ron Jeremy units and fucks per minute. RKU, you, FM. Yeah, and how they fit in your everyday life. And they're like, are you sure you guys are sober when you do this? I was like, <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Well, Define yeah. sober. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> Is there a way to loosely describe sober? <laughs> I mean, like, cops give you a DOI, or <laughs> I don't know. I'm not driving. I'm sitting at my You, you wake now. up in somebody else's shitter and don't know how you got there? What, what, what are they going to give me? A CWI? A casting while intoxicated? <laughs> Jesus, I bet I you somebody know. would try for that. Nice. Bring it, bitch. 
Yeah. My name is Trim. <laughs> right? <laughs> what? Oh, what do you guys got for me here? What do you guys consider a like mo- like a, like a responsible dose? First off, for like a newbie, let's say somebody's never tried mushrooms before. Who who is that directed at? Our new fellers? Gotta be. Well, new I mean, anybody that's talking, like I guess it's only us. We you guys dominated it. Now they don't even want to talk. They just want to heavily right. breathe in the microphone. Because <laughs> <laughs> hey, it I'm, depends I'm, if they're if they're scared or if they're not scared. That would kind of. Steer me one direction My, or another. Yeah, mindset is key. Yeah, mindset yep. is key. So if they're scared, I'm probably not going to recommend three point five. But that's what uh, I would recommend, though. <laughs> I would have to always say like no more than an eighth. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! You guys trying to? Are you growing like shitty mushrooms? Holy shit! Like a gram. Here's what. Here's what I know. What, Farrell, what we do the other day? One one point five. Yeah, but of our top notch stuff, and we were yeah, wow, giggling. I was like trying to chase the keys around on my keyboard. It took me two hours to fucking do the show notes because I was trying to. <laughs> and he basically, it basically like two sentences. It was that's all I could do. That was top fucking. Words are time. hard. Yeah, words are hard, man. I get. It. I know. <laughs> That was tough. Any other time he could type whole ass paragraphs, but like eat one mushroom. <laughs> yeah. No, like, it, really on the keyboard. it depends on it depends on the strain. So like I have strains that like say golden teachers, right? It's a really it's a really easy strain, right? It's easy for everybody. It has a pretty even profile. Everybody kind of knows what the tryptamines are gonna do in golden teachers. You know, it's pretty predictable. So if you're going to do Golden Teachers, I'd say no more than two grams for the first time for somebody. If somebody's never been fucked up before or never had psychedelics, you want it to be a fun experience. You want colors to just be brighter, sounds to be prettier, maybe see some auras and some you know, like wavy walls, stuff like that a little bit. But nothing I'm scary. I'm going to have to disagree. Scary. You guys yeah. got to remember, not everybody, this isn't a, an everyday or every fucking year occurrence for a lot of people. So when they do it, they're trying to chase geometric patterns in the background like a fucking dog chasing a fucking car. You know, they want to close their eyes and they want to they want to smell the colors and True. fucking, you know. So they don't I mean, want it to be a total waste. They don't, yeah, they, they don't they, don't get me wrong. What you're saying you is good for always for give a, them more. You can't so know. my you first can't. experience, I took a god dose. We ate 22 caps. We didn't have like a scale back then. So we just like split 22 caps in half. We did a suicide pack. You die, I die. And like, we we had like ego death. It was ridiculous. We were young and stupid. We didn't know any better. We just knew how to identify them. Okay. So so now you you did hear the intro to this episode, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I thought you brought me on to do the, I was the chaos that you brought on the show. I thought that was why I'm here. We all know that that's that's my role. That's that's Deadpool. That's Wait. fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can be you can be death assistant, but uh, you know the role's already taken, yeah. darling. And then like Trim's dad, like he's yep. like he's gonna he's gonna be the responsible one. I'll turn situation. this car around, kids. Just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the whole bag, Dad. I destroyed the evidence. Don't worry. The schnozberries taste like don't, schnozberries. Don't eat what? <laughs> what are you talking about, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Here, Litterig and Litterig and. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, negative reinforcement. But uh, no, it's just like I, I try not to. I try not to dose people. Well, all right, some of the stuff I have is very, very strong. So I had a really good friend over, and uh, it was the first time they've ever recreationally did uh, psychedelics. And uh, so we sat down, and I mixed up some, like, 1.15 grams of Lizard King and some orange juice, and they drank it. Now, consequently, it turned the orange juice purple, but that's just Lizard King's really fucking angry. And we had a great time. Like, we watched Encanto, and I made fucking food, and uh, everybody had a great time. They just gave him plushy, soft blankets, and they were like, this is so fucking fun! And... (laughs) and so it was a lot of fun. Okay, Mar- I know I understand that the two grams. But like I said, sometimes like if you're at a park, you're at a fucking car, it, or even just those people that do it for the, you know, they 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 fast for a fucking week. They don't fucking drink anything else because it's their annual fucking get out of head shit. But uh, you know, it's I I would say if you're gonna do it once. In a long, long while, I'm sticking my magic number is five. Dude, I just couldn't imagine giving somebody five of fucking lizard king but, for their first but, go. Well, the, but, like, but gotta, but that's remember, like you're, three doses of lizard king. Well, it is, it is. But I mean, but then again, okay, I will give you. They're that. gonna be couch locked, drooling on them fucking self, wondering if their penis fell the fuck off because they have to piss, but they can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay, a bad they're going to piss your fucking sofa. Is what's going to happen? Well, that's why you don't. That's why set and setting is important. It's at their house, so they're comfortable. Oh, so you I, let them pee their I, own I, sofa? Yes, right. exactly. I I also do a yearly. These are the consequences dose. of my own actions. No, but but my yearly big dose. I usually go out into the woods and go camping. That's that's my thing. And see, and to me, but like, that's for an experienced person too, though. I've watched enough horror shows to know that you're about to catch the long <laughs> dick of Sasquatch if you fucking do that shit. It smells like Bigfoot's right. dick. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. That's just asking for a rapening, right? Like, what in the in the woods? Yeah, especially I'd, up by you I'd and fucking Canada. You sure got pretty lips. Yeah, you sure got a pretty mouth. I'm not living in the swamps of Louisiana here. Yeah. Do you got Sasquatches and shit up there? I've seen Canada. And they got <laughs> they got fucking crazy shit up there. They got Mises up there. Yeah. Mises to pieces. But, but like I said, that's my experienced person's once a year thing, not not an every time or the first time kind of thing for sure. Do you go by yourself or do you take a babysitter with a gun? I bring someone along with me, yes. You mean like a train line with his uh No, like a gun. I hired my wife to come watch me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't that trust was... my fucking wife. You what do you think you my wife would do? <laughs> no, stab you with a Sharpie. <laughs> yeah, she'd make my she'd be like, So are you are you high yet? And I'm like, I've been high for like two hours. I have no idea where we're at, and you're speaking really fast. And she'd Rucked be like, the <laughs> and then just make it worse. <laughs> she'd be like, "Do you remember that time when we found that giant spider?" And I'd be like, "Fuck, goddammit. You know, you, I don't know if I told you guys this, but if you ever make me mad, and I'm ever around when you're driven, 
I will make your life a living hell because all you have to do is look at them and like slap them on the arm. Oh, got that. Oh, man, you got to watch it. And then when they're looking, they think, oh, oh what did they save me from? And then you then you itch your own arm like this. Now oh, they fuck. think you slapped on them. So... Now there's one on you. And their whole night is ruined. All right? Oh, man. You're welcome. Like, You're welcome. I've done, I've done, I did something very, very similar. <laughs> I think I've told the story before. Like, uh, where we'd go and we'd work these festivals, and these people would get in there and just, like, you're in public in a fucking festival. Why the hell are you going to do, like, 50 sheets of fucking acid, right? Like, you're going to get so fucking blazed out of your mind. You're not even on the same goddamn planet. These guys are, like, jumping over from blade of grass to blade of grass, thinking that it's like if they that they don't land on the blade of grass, they're going to fall into a pit of fucking lava and burn it out. So these guys like get hurt, get picked up by security and herded into the medical tent. And some of them are just sitting there just making one high-pitched fucking note rocking back and forth. Other ones are just freaking the fuck out. And some of them are being assholes. The ones that are being fucking dicks, right? Like similar to what, what Deadpool would do. Like one time, <laughs> and I'm not too proud of it, I was sitting there and I like, um, and this guy was being just totally obnoxious. He was a, like, I guess they like, he came from a very wealthy family, and so he was super fucking entitled. And him getting just really, really high made him like the biggest broy, fucking entitled fuck stick you've ever met in your life, right? Like, it was definitely a personality enhancer for him, and his personality should have been swallowed, right? Like, <laughs> he was he was a douche, and so I was I was just sitting there across from him, just staring, fucking right at him. Just to get him a friggin' just a little paranoid. I reach over there and I just like, like a monkey picking a fucking flea off of another monkey, just picks up him off him and squish it and throw it on the ground. And I just wait a second. And then, like, as soon as I was the corner of his eye, picks up melts off him. Like, God damn, you're covered in spiders. And fucking lost his <laughs> goddamn shit. Like, rolling around on the ground. We ended up giving him like fucking 10 of fucking Ativan and then shipping him off to the fucking hospital to work it out. But, uh, yeah, he needed to add a van anyway because he was, like, just being a total dick, man. He was, like, trying to get naked and jack off, and he was trying to hit on everybody that came along and groping people on, like, you know, um, just just groping random people, you know. And he tried to start fights with everybody and tried to fight the tent wall. And then he tried, they ended up humping the cot, like, literally trying to have sex with the fucking cot. Like he was just total broy fucking douchebag. But so we were gonna we were gonna dart him anyway, but it was more fun when he when we thought he had spiders. So Pharaoh, if you weren't at a festival and you were gonna have let's say, maybe not you, but like somebody was gonna have a whole bunch of people come and trip balls on their property and they wanted to be safe just in case yeah. somebody freaks the fuck out like that guy. And they start yeah. ruining everybody else's trip. What would be the compounds that they could get their hands on that would help subdue somebody so they Chlor- don't have okay. to go to the hospital? So well, it's, called, look- it's called chloroform, and it's it's made from bleach. <laughs> Sleepy time spray. <laughs> no, but uh, basically anything that's an SSRI, so like any sort of um, like uh, antidepressant, is going to have be an SSRI. It's a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, and those are basically trip killers. If you get fucking forced Xanax or some shit down their goddamn throat, 
Uh, it's gonna kill the trip. Like it's gonna end it within 20 minutes. Like it's that's it. It's done. It's over. Uh, and they're back to sobriety. But um, yeah, I mean, is it? So you have people who get their uh, trip killers before they go on these super crazy, uh, like super hardcore trips. And a lot um, of people just and, knowing they have a trip killer there helps with their trip. Yeah. You know? Less anxiety. So uh, you see people with like like Zoloft or, or something like that, which is like re- regular. It's readily available. Almost everybody knows somebody that's on some sort of fucking antidepressant. And uh, but people who are on those SSRIs can't take shrooms because they won't get fucking high. The same time about it is it works like Narcan for fucking shrooms. So it works like so, even though it won't take your depression away instantly, that takes weeks. Uh, it would kill a trip, though. Oh yeah, no, like fucking Narcan. Yeah, it kills a trip real fast. Twenty minutes, thirty minutes, you're done. Nice. Um, How did I not know that? Yeah. Because science. I know science, motherfucker. That, that's you never science. heard of tr- you never heard of trip killers. I've heard of Narc, of course, but now well, I've yeah, never. But, I'm, but you're saying that it's like a twenty minute thing, and they're done. That's it's it. Awesome. You're fucking completely back to sober. I've, yeah, I've uh, never even heard of this before. Yeah, we use a we use a like uh, basically any sort of SSRI uh, as a trip killer. Like you did not know about that. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty common knowledge. I thought. I thought that bull no ball everything. I didn't. I didn't yeah, realize that it would work like that as a trip killer. Yeah, I, I knew fast. that. Like I knew that you had if you had a bunch in your bloodstream because you take it for months. That it yeah, would no, probably it, block it, most of it, but no, I was thinking just like Xanax yeah. and stuff like that. But you know, no, I know, I know, yeah. I know that I know that if you have, if you're on them, you can't get fucked up. But yeah. I did not but know also, that if you you're can, fucked you up, you can use it like Narcan. And you pop a Xanax um, that you're done. You're done. Narcan. Yep. I did not know that yep. at all. Yeah, I'm it's about twenty minutes. Right now. It's about twenty. It takes about 20, 30 minutes, depending on your digestion. Like if you have an empty stomach faster if you've eaten longer but uh yeah it's uh it's a trip killer uh we use injectable forms like uh in, in for ems and in a hospital now most of that stuff you don't want to inject intermuscularly because it takes a long time but uh you'll use something like ativan or haldol to knock them down and then uh mm. then give them an ssri to to you know level that out them. and get rid of them. yeah, yeah. To just end the trip. And then they feel like assholes. Because it's like the trip ends. They remember everything. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So, overall, I mean, it works. I wouldn't rely on having SSRIs on you as a civilian for killing trips of your friend you just gave fucking 20 goddamn grams to. Because uh, they might, you know, think they're a rabid goddamn chipmunk. And bite your fucking face off while you're trying to shove pills down the throat, or you might be look like the like some terrible bad guy, and they're gonna freak the fuck out because you're like, here, no, dude, take this, and they're like, last time I took stuff, the walls are melting. You're trying to kill me, you know, and uh, yeah, it's not gonna go well. So I wouldn't rely on SSRIs. I've seen people who have made a drink beforehand, right, where they take their SSRI. Uh, I'm using SSRIs. Remember, there's selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. There's a fuckload of them. Most of them are antidepressants. So it's like, I don't need to name one name brand because there's like 300 of them commonly fucking like, like 
commonly prescribed in America. And then probably a thousand of them commonly prescribed in the world, as long as it's an SSRI. So I've seen people make drinks beforehand where they take a little bit of orange juice or champagne or something to hide the taste and crush up one of the fucking pills and put it in there. And like you just have like this like shot glass of oh shit juice fucking ready in case one of their buddies goes ape shit and they make them do the shot. And it hits a lot faster that way because it's already broken down. Um, but uh, yeah, it's that, that would be something if you were going to be a, a trip sitter, a babysitter, having one of those around probably wouldn't be a bad idea. I mean, uh, just See, when like, I do that, know. I bring a watch because the, most of the time when people get messed up, it's because they think the time is not going on anymore. They think they're frozen and it's never going to end. And you can calm them down just by simply showing them the watch and how the watch is moving and time is going by and that they're almost done. I, I can't believe I've never heard of that. That's crazy. Make sure it's not a digital watch. Those just stay frozen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, am I, what am I, four years old? I have a fucking real watch. I have a man's watch. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so no, I don't. I, I'm I'm for responsible dosing, but I know what strains I'm growing. I know how strong my shit is, and I try to make it a pleasant experience. I want people to enjoy it and want to go back to it. I look more at mushrooms as and so. Damn it, girl! Jesus, you've been, you you were over there opening Amazon packages, and now you're like buzzing the world with your microphone. You're trying to kill us. I got. I am so sorry. Yeah. So you can, if you're going to do something, you can always go up there to the top and hit and just click on the mute, and it will mute your uh, temporarily mute your mic until you unclick it. Unless it's a so present like, for me, then you can do that live on the air. Yeah. Well, I mean, she doesn't. Nobody likes you, so nobody's getting you presents. Damn it. <laughs> uh, anyway, fucking whatever the hell we're talking about. It's probably important, but not important. That's oh, all right. so yeah, no. So like, I'm, I'm for all responsible moderate dosing. I want people to have a good time so they come back to doing some more mushrooms. And just because it's good for them. Like, I don't know, man. To me, taking a moderate dose and then going to see Avatar or taking a moderate or slightly more than moderate dose so I can stand my in-laws, like, it works. It's it's better than me taking a bunch of being couch-locked and staring at a wall. But yeah, for everybody, it's different. And then I don't know, man. Like, has anybody ever taken like and had a negative experience with somebody that's tried it for the first time? You know what? A long time ago, I had my friends over, and I, this girl was going out with at the time. She was working, so we all just had, started having a great time. We're all talking about grinding up unicorn wings because you know, they're, because you know, everything's magical, everything's funny. The walls are all changing colors. It looks great. And then she comes back. Everyone's having a good time. So now she feels like she's been left out. So then they, they, she starts up. Now, because she's in the bad headspace, because, oh, they're already started without me, blah, blah, blah. She has a bad time. And she's like, can you turn the fan off? Did you hear that? The fridge just told me to kill myself. I'm like, maybe you should go to the bedroom and do it. Get the but, but, I mean... Yeah, set, set, set and setting is important. So it's, uh, I am, um, yeah. But, you know, I guess don't go in the, yeah, that's probably a bad mistake coming in after everyone started, especially if you feel uncomfortable. Because everything's going to get a lot worse or a lot better, I've depending been, on your I've mindset. Been, I've enjoyed babysitting people. If I come in late, 
and everybody's all fucked up. I don't mind being the guy that's that's getting cookies and fucking juice and shit to people and just talking to them and just watching them. Sometimes people are fucking fascinating. I watched this one. The, I watched this one <laughs> couple. We had, we had a couple over, like, like and uh, I, I had to get up for work the next day, so I wasn't going to do shit. And uh, um, they were, uh, they came over, they did some mushrooms, they were, they watched a movie, and it was just like, just watching like every fucking emotion in the entire world go across their face in like two hours. It was great. It was amazing. And who I knew that like Little Mermaid was that fucking amazing. Yeah. But. Under the sea. Don't get me started, man. They redid the lyrics. <laughs> Life oh, is much man. better down where it's wetter. Just wait and see. <laughs> they redid the wet. They redid the fucking don't lyrics. Don't even, don't even talk about it. Don't even talk about it. <laughs> um, it's. Do not ruin my classics, Farrell. I know what you're about. To I see. did it. They redid it. You're, you're bringing they it up, though. I wouldn't have they been hired to do it. No. So they hired the original fucking person <laughs> to come in and redo the fucking <laughs> lyrics. All right? So they redid the lyrics on the, the new little the little woke mermaid. So they redid the fucking lyrics on the one where, they were, where uh, they're like talking kiss the girl. They redid the fucking lyrics from them. From kiss the girl to now it's all about consent. Ask for the lips. <laughs> The one between the hips. <laughs> no, but it's all it's it's just they redid all the fucking lyrics to make mm-hmm. it about cons- to be just a lesson in consent. And did you also see that they got rid of the fucking seagull? What? No, I yeah. didn't see any shit because I'm not watching this. It hurts, man. They fucked up Little Mermaid so bad. They got rid of the fucking seagull. He's no longer a seagull. He's some sort of fucking blue-footed booby thing. And he doesn't even funny anymore. It's not even voiced by the same, like like a funny guy. It's it's voiced by this 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 actress who's a, a um, she's a big proponent of like uh, activism. So it, it's like, no. <laughs> yeah, man, it's they fucking vocalized Little Mermaid ruined it all. I they, they had watch that ever. They had that. What's that big angry fat lady that shits and sinks? Eureka, uh, no. uh, Medusa, no, uh, Ursula. Yeah. So the big, the big angry fat lady that like shits and sinks from uh, what is what is that? What is that movie where she's like it's coming out of me like lava? You know, uh, <laughs> the fat white lady. It's Ursula. I just told you what it was. Well, they made her Ursula. She's a she's supposed to be a comedian. And it's a, it's a female comedian who is best known for shitting in a sink while wearing a pink bridesmaid dress. Is what? now fucking oh, Ursula from Bridesmaids. She's Ursula. Yeah, I don't watch the same movies as you guys. Apparently, no, dude. <laughs> What's your fucking name? I, I, uh, somebody, somebody. Who's our Googler? All right, I'll Google it. Jesus Christ, Bridesmaids. The one that shit in the sink. And they talk about the, the heavy set chick? Or are you talking yeah. about the one that shit in... Yeah, don't look at me! <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, that is the funny part. But she looks like she looks like Ursula. <laughs> yeah, the, the, she's the, she's wearing a purple fucking dress and, and she in a goddamn sink. 
What? Uh, hold on. <laughs> Ursula from Bridesmaids. Never saw it. Sorry. Ursula I'm gonna put Bride, her... Little Mermaid. Here we go. <laughs> Vanessa? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you guys go to go to the go to the podcast go to the go to the the Fafo um, and just general chat. And I'm gonna throw it in there real quick. Somebody can fucking go and see what the fuck I'm, the, the lady I'm talking about. I know you're talking about. I love the bird tonight. It's actually got rhythm. I don't know what it's singing, but it's singing. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That girl, that one. A, What's her name? That's a different bird than you usually. Oh, have. that's um. I I don't know what you're doing to that bird, but she likes it. Uh, he is singing. He's he's a 30 year old bird. That one. The gray one. Yeah. Uh, what's her? What's her? Does anybody remember her fucking name? This is this this bit. Melissa McCarthy. Melissa yeah, McCarthy. That's what it is. Yeah, that's her name, right? No way. Yeah, she was yeah. in the bridesmaid where she was sitting in the sink. The other because the other one's puking in the toilet. The other one's shitting in the street. You don't remember that movie? No. Yeah, that's her, Melissa fucking McCarthy. I just googled her. They made Melissa fucking McCarthy fucking Ursula. Wait, wait, wait. So are are you talking about live action movie or something? Yes. Oh, thank God. Of course, I'm not going to watch that bullshit. I thought you said they redid a fucking cartoon from my childhood. No, it's a live action one. Thought you ruined my life. Beyonce's daughter, Ayahuasca, or whoever her name is. Fucking uh, eggs. What's her fucking name? It starts with an A. It's something stupid like Ayahuasca. It's not Ayahuasca, but it's Ayahuasca. (laughs) Ayahuasca. But they have her as Little Mermaid, which is fine. But. then they had, but like Ursula, come on, like one of the historically amazing bad guys from everybody's fucking childhood with a deep baritone voice. And they have the sink shitter as fucking Ursula. Man. I guess she looks like Ursula to me, dude. Well, I mean, in that in that picture, yeah. Because she's literally <laughs> screaming, shitting in the sink. Don't stare at me. Don't look at me. Shit in the sink, she shits and sinks. Shitting and sinks, she sits and sinks. Everything's better when you're a shitting, shitting and sinks, shitting and sinks. But uh, yeah. Oh, I gave up drinking Bud Light. I'm drinking Flight now. Fueling, <laughs> fueling Flight. Yeah. That's that seems to be a common occurrence on the interwebs. Yeah, well, I mean, come on. They have a middle-aged dude celebrating 365 days of girlhood. Not now, that's not womanhood. That's girlhood. Remember, he's an actor who likes to pretend he's a nine-year-old. So I am not familiar with the guy. I've heard of it, but I don't know who the guy is. Girl. So this, uh, the, whatever the proper word is, I, I meant to say that. This individual is currently under investigation for grooming minors. All right, all right. This is probably probably a good time for a goat bleat. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Okay, so responsible fucking drugs. Responsibly drugging. Yes. I'm I'm, I'm more responsible with my cartoons, all right? 
you don't want to response. You don't want to just randomly drug people either. Drug people with their fucking consent. Don't surprise people. Surprise. No Bill. No Bill Cosby. Yeah. You want a pony yeah. pop? A pony pop? Do you guys have like a checklist of things that you like to get done before you even take your dose? Wait, is, this, is that a thing? Uh, snacks, warm fuzzy blanket, Pink Floyd. Um, Pink Floyd's a must. God damn it, I've never been that organized. That's about it. <laughs> I just try to make sure all my responsibilities for the day are like done, and yeah, I'll triple check it. And, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll definitely turn off my phone and on my computer. Mind. All I make sure is that my wife's driving. Like, uh, that's pretty much it. Like I guess that's probably the most, like the dog's fed and my wife's driving. Yeah, I don't usually drive anywhere. I, I sit. I get where I'm going to do it at and I stay there. I take it right as we're about to walk out the door. So by the time we've <laughs> arrived, like <laughs> it's just hitting me so that I get that come up, perky come up right as I'm about to like have to go in and, and deal with uh, the, the my, my wife is the only person who's ever been with me that knew that I was doing them. Oh, no, I tell them. They're like, oh, you're in a good mood. Ha, <laughs> it's just the drugs. But they don't think they believe me. I don't think they. I don't think they believe me. Like, but I mean, there's two of them that do because like, I'm one of those weirdos. Do I don't like to go out in public when I'm sober, much less when I'm fucked up. You know, just, I have the, I have real bad anxiety around large crowds. Dude, I am way nicer when I'm on drugs. Like sober, I like. Oh, you're staring at me. I'm gonna stare back at you. But like sober, <laughs> I'm like, hi, everybody. How's it doing? That's great. Yeah, no, man. You know, like somebody talks to me, I actually like answer them instead of just stare at them like they crawled out of the sewer. You know, like it's, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, man, dude, like yeah, pomegranates are awesome. What do you mean? You know, like I'm, I'm happy on freaking you know drugs, but off drugs, I'm like, you're too close to me and my daughter. But I don't know. Maybe it's just I'm like super protective of my kid because she's about a psychic and she goes everywhere with me. So like if if it's just me and her and I'm at the grocery store, I'm like somebody eyeballing her. Like, you know. I'm always worried yeah. that she's gonna get more than like five or ten feet away from me and somebody's gonna snatch her ass, you know? Because she's so yep. cute and tiny. Right? Can't have that. Shit. Would, I, I'd have to take a trip all the way down there and come kill somebody. Ah, oh, dude. I am fully capable of of like <laughs> I think I believe that. that. Yeah, I believe that I could probably, with like, like design a a, a, a like a very angry way to get my child back. Yeah, some, some, things are some gonna saw happen. shit, huh? <laughs> yeah, things are things would happen. A little no, clown right in a set of skills. Yeah, they, yeah. they wake up in a room when a little clown rolls in on a fucking tricycle. <laughs> Don't even let them wake up. They always have a chance to escape that way. But yeah, you don't you don't let the bad don't don't make overly complicated bad things for bad guys to get out of. <laughs> that's that's a TV show. That's not I'm how it sorry. works in real life. Look at how the freaking cartels work, man. They just like, oh well, you're gone. I I made about you efficiency. a tire. I made you a tire necklace. Let's see if we can light it on fire. It's called fire lancing. If anybody wants to Google it, <laughs> yeah, don't Google that. Fuck, God damn it! <laughs> don't, don't do that. 
you, you've asked you've asked them to, uh, down to a lot of weird shit today. You uh, huh? your your porn selection is going to be very bad this evening. Yeah, don't Google that. Don't Google that. Oh, dude, have you ever picked up anybody else's phone and just said like a bunch of random fucking shit into it? And then, no. like, even when it's when it's off, like, like it's just on the blank screen. You can pick up your friend's phone or your wife's phone and just say like a bunch of keywords: shopping for a car, avocados, milk, toast, wanting new dress, stuff like that. I right? just say those words, and the motherfucking thing, all their ads on their freaking shit will be about yep. new cars, avocados, dresses, stuff like that, right? And nipple so rings. I, oh, dude, I always fuck with like if somebody's at work. And they leave their phone alone for two seconds. It's dude, they're they're getting some weird ass advertisements. Yeah, like flavored lube. Can <laughs> a squirrel fit in a rectum? Rectal abuse, like <laughs> just like all sorts of shit, man. Like rectum, damn like, near killed them. Anal <laughs> wart remover cream, you know, just like all sorts of shit. Just just <laughs> rattle off like as fast as you can. Like a fuckload of shit, and then put their phone back down. So they're like, "What is wrong with my Google ads?" And like, <laughs> Facebook's the worst about listening. To that I shit. swear it wasn't me. Yeah, but the bad part is yeah. they actually they've given they've given all the information to the FBI and everything else. And they yeah, have Facebook's bad too. about that. Yeah, they're horrible. They're horrible human beings. Dude, I, I'm probably on every fucking watch list known to man, but I'm just not interesting enough. Right, like there's a threshold of interesting you have to be to get rated, and I'm just not that interesting because, like, what do you do? Well, I I don't have like some cool membership to a cool ass cult or anything. It's like, what does he do? He seems like a big threat. Well, currently, sir, he's at home making bread with his daughter. Uh, yeah, let's skip that one this month. The next month throws around. What's he doing? I believe he's washing the sofa coverings. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and skip him this month too, you know. So I'm just not in, just I'm interesting, but just not interesting enough. <laughs> you're, you're, I think you're just perfect, Beryl. Perfectly uh, fucking boring. So are you saying the fact that I might be like making nuclear reactors out of fire extinguishers or fire alarms is interesting? Actually, I don't think they would even fuck with you for that, because there was that Boy Scout who bought a bunch of like uh, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, the the <laughs> one of the uranium, the the red uranium plates from like dollar stores and shit like that, and, like Goodwill, and made his own radioactive nuclear thing in the backyard, and they didn't even fucking give a shit until he irradiated his neighborhood. So I saw the pictures of that guy, and I saw his face, and. Uh, You're like that's exactly tell. the type of person. <laughs> no, I just couldn't tell. Like, what do you think? Do you think that was from meth use or was that from radioactivity? I, I, I think that guy that was. A, I think I that was probably well, dude. He was a Boy Scout at the time. I think that was just full from. Well, he, so he got caught again much, later too, doing it again. So much ADD that he just like was like, wow. He was like awake like a fucking owl. I remember his eyes, his like crazy spiky <laughs> red hair. His fucking eyes were like huge, you know. They you said know, in the article so he was uh he had some drug issues. So when I saw the the face like that, I was I was just like, I don't know what radioactivity does. It might do that. <laughs> Mexican Americans. 
I don't they know anybody firsthand who's been radiated that I know of. I mean, you know, massive amounts. Oh, did you guys see where they lost a fucking one of those radioactive, like super radioactive plutonium pellets in the fucking uh, Grand Canyon area? Nice. They got a Homer Simpson there or what? The fucking <laughs> U.S. Geological Survey guys use these super radioactive fucking pellets to like, I don't know, like time things with GPS satellites and shit like that. But it's super fucking radioactive. Like if you touched it, it would physically fucking burn you and maybe you'd let probably your like skin would boil off and you'd lose your arm over a period of a couple of days. But if you put it in your fucking pocket, it would kill you with exposure in like 45 minutes. So it's super fucking radioactive. And they uh, promptly lost it in along the trail in uh, the Grand Canyon. They do. Yeah. The government doesn't have any uh, Geiger counters, or uh, you know what? I bet you they're all broken. I mean, look at the government. Like, okay. come on, man. Just You're asking it. an awful lot. You're asking an awful lot, there, Trim. <laughs> do you know how many times? Do you know how many times it's happened where the government goes and buys like super bulk shit? This has happened several times in the last Gulf War and the one before that, where they had bought huge amounts of bulk equipment and then they go to pop the crate open and it's like just bolts of fabric or it's like not what they fucking advertised. Like it's oh, not, they got sold. Was, what about that news article a while back in Texas where the, where the husband and wife bought that fucking entire. Uh, Connex box full of um, gun cases, <laughs> and they get yeah. home and they're all full of brand new. They're insecure. all fucking full. <laughs> there would be no way I would be. I'd be like, "Can't those the cases? They're totally empty." Like uh, there would be no fucking way. They self-reported. Did you know? Okay, not only did they self-report, but then the government tried to go after them for them. Yes. Did you know they that? got in trouble a little bit? They're like, "You're not supposed to own me." Like, yeah, they're yeah. like, no fucking shit. That's why I said, hey, are you guys missing some shit? Because you sold us like 12,000 fucking M4 carbines and associated gear. And all we wanted was these empty cases to flip them. Like we paid like 20 bucks a case. Yep. You guys gave us these full auto fucking weapons and all the gear to go with them. I would have <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'd been like, nope. New, new toys. What are you talking about? Come look at all these cases. They're all empty. <laughs> I would have been like, come on. What, what's yeah. that big hole in the freshly dug hole in the backyard? Never mind. <laughs> I just buried the whole fucking Connex and bought another Connex. I put it out yep. there. I'm like, you guys sold me this. <laughs> come on out. You want to inspect it? Yeah, it's right here. Just painted the fucking numbers. The paint's still wet. <laughs> yep. I don't know what I would do with that many, but I would figure something out. I don't know. I wouldn't even try to sell them or move them or do anything. Oh, no. I just no. hoard them. Like, like I would go up there occasionally and swim in them, like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> right? <Yep. laughs> Freedom. What's that oil they America. pack guns? What is that oil they pack yeah. guns in? Um, Creosote. But that's a no. no there's that's oil not, that they they pack it's the guns creoline. in. It's called creoline. Yeah, I'd use that for sex. Yeah, food. it's. No, nah, they don't do that with guns. They don't do that anymore. That they was uh, the creoline thing. Nah, the creoline thing was a long time ago. Now they just rub them down dry, and that's because of the modern metals don't really rust like the old metals do. Oh. So, uh, yeah, so they they just well they wipe them down dry, and then they have a little bit of machine oil like on certain parts, just a light cream. cleaning. That's it. 
yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, but yeah, no, I would be like, nope. I just go up there once in a while and touch them sexually, and then go back, you know, and, yeah. and then dream, and the dream of days when you know we have a Mad Max situation, and I get to be uh, warlord. But uh, that'd be basically two men enter, one man leaves, <laughs> and then yeah. I don't know why that that always reminds me of the you know like the the little lady, the little Asian lady who was like, "I'm them, I'm them," you know, like the ordering. And no, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, where the guys couldn't. Dude, where's my car? Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Where they got the tattoo that said "Dude, whoa, or sweet, yeah, dude." What's it say? Sweet, sweet. I know. No. What's it say? <laughs> uh, good times. Yeah, We're probably the only three be. people in the world who've seen that movie, but that's okay. I love, I love that movie. It was great. I'm sure at least five other people have seen it. Oh, a whole bunch of people have, but not these youngsters. They never saw that fucking show. Oh, shit, that's true. That's probably like, what, 20 years old? Yeah. They Are you guys like, talking yeah. about Dude, Where's My Car? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, we are. <laughs> She's like, haven't seen it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, she just that? pops in for a quarter of a second to say, fuck off, guys. I think she's yeah. back out again. Yeah. <laughs> well, if if it's up to us, we're just gonna fucking ramble. What what do you got? To, we we never even had our first time fucking guest. The, like, give us his speech on responsible use. We have a guest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've been quiet. Psychonautics is he's been on. She's been on here enough times that she's fucking semi regular. But we have a yeah. brand newbie. Semi-regular. Not even never been. On, he's never even he's never even been on a fafo yet. And wow. uh, like a fat Monday, and then he's sitting here all quiet and shit, going like, "God, what the fuck did I get myself into?" Okay. Oh, <laughs> thinking. Yeah. Oh no, I, I know what the podcast is all about. I've heard uh, Deadpool likes to chase bears with a hockey stick. Uh, uh, no, I don't chase them. Smack them. <laughs> he he does, but only sexually. Um, it's a thing. You know, don't judge me. Don't judge me. Yeah, it's don't judge free don't zone. Like, don't kink shame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anybody ever had tried to have sex on on, on uh, mushrooms? Is it a thing? Do people have sex? Yeah, on yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Masturbated huh. on mushrooms. It was freaking awesome. Okay, that's really God. weird, dude. I was having a bad trip, and I was like, I heard that this works, so I'm going to focus on my dick instead of all the bad thoughts in my head, and it really worked. <laughs> Remember what well, I said about kink shaming? At least, your dick, at least your dick didn't start talking to you. He's like, yeah. I mean, I can see where that could go very wrong. Like, we're, we're, we're like... Stop hurting like, me! Hurting yeah. me! Self-Lorena Bobbitt, you know, like... You pussy! Like, no. Do it harder. You are a You don't whip. fucking do it. And you're like, you're like, you want to bet? People say it's an aphrodisiac. You call yourself and I a man. Didn't understand it until I tried it. <laughs> your, fucking, your fucking dick is everybody who's, who's ever hated you. You're like, you're so a man. 
Because <laughs> oh, I can just see like your penis just fucking yelling at you. Like this angry fucking worm. They say if you got a headache, you can just uh, rub one out and the headache goes away and well, found yeah, that that works. Basil, basil that's not family. true, or I never have a headache ever. And I have headaches all the time. It works for me, so and and uh you got a bad trip, rub it out. Okay. We need somebody to take one for the team. And uh challenge accepted. <laughs> I'll be go back take in a 30 sh- seconds. Take <laughs> a go go take like an absolute shitload of fucking shrooms and rub one out and come back and see if uh, it's helped at all. All right. I uh, just happen to have something sitting right next to me. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not not live on the show though. Yeah, we said go away and come back. Not, not. Thought you guys said responsibly. <laughs> responsible. Well, we're, not, we're not. We're not. We're <laughs> not. The responsible fappening is not going to be a thing. We're not going to babysit the fappening live on it. <laughs> Here it comes. Yeah. I've never heard of that one. I've never heard of that one. I mean, I think it could work because the dopamine fucking release might clear up your head a little bit. But uh, that's interesting. The jack off trip killer. I mean, the trip just gets. I'm not jacking somebody off. <laughs> okay, so it's not killing. It's, it's not killing the yeah, trip. Yeah. Maybe you can change the flow from going from the dark side to the light side with a little bit. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. If your head's in a really bad spot and you're just dwelling on your problems and all kinds of stuff you should have done, then you're just like, all right, well, I can do this right now, and this is going to be awesome. So how much of a a challenge? Sounds like like an attorney commercial. Mine's in a bad spot. Just jerk one off. Jerk it! (laughs) Jerk it! 1-800-JERK it. Yeah. Yeah. Eight, eight, Feeling eight, like eight. self-harm. Have you tried masturbation? <laughs> it's a good distraction. And it's, you know, you don't have to take a benzo to kill the trip. You can just start with that. See how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Work up to your trip killer. Are the yeah. walls crawling with spiders and your dead grandma's <laughs> mouth and dentures are trying to eat your soul? Call us now. Just jacket. It's like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> How are you gonna fucking get one? Like walls are covered in spiders. The, your your dead grandma's dentures are flying through the fucking air on like fucking spider alligator wings, and you're trying to fuck a jacket. I'm just saying, like, yeah. Once you wake it up, then all your focus on all that scary stuff kind of just goes away. You're mm-hmm. like, hey, this this is pretty crazy right here. This feels. Different. Or you have the weirdest, or you've just self-trade yourself yeah. to the weirdest fucking rule 34 goddamn yeah. shit you can find. Right. Yeah, and you now develop just, a new kink. And now it's just take, fucking broke. You've taken some shrooms, you're freaking out, don't worry, just fucking rub one out. I like Taking it. some shrooms, freaking out, don't worry, rub one out. We need to make a jingle out of that. Yeah. Rub <laughs> it, rub it, rub it. Well, right. we now grab it. your Ron Jeremy unit. Yeah. And stroke. Now yeah. we need to start marketing the Fafo cream. Yeah. Damn it. That's not coming out till Christmas trim. That's a surprise. Yeah. Damn it. Damn it, man. <laughs> it's the aloe touch. Ooh. <laughs> it was coming up our Fafo TP. This was this was so responsible. 
<laughs> it was a good. It was good in theory, but we knew it wasn't going to work. No, I mean it worked out really well in the beginning. Like for the first fifteen minutes, were almost yeah. good. Yeah, the yeah. Fafo toilet paper turned out to be John Wayne toilet paper, so that didn't work out. What do you mean, John Wayne? What's John Wayne toilet paper? It's rough and yeah. tough and don't take shit off nobody. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> dad jokes. Yay, dad, thank you. <laughs> I'll turn this car around. Settle down. Oh, wait, hold Where on. Where are we going? Look here, buddy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Hey, has anybody ever tried to do, like, uh, psilocybin-infused wine? Has anybody ever done that? Has anybody done that? I'm doing that. that. Dude, I have not. It's the same thing. The mead. I'm working on mead right now. But, I mean, it's the same thing as just doing honey. If you take honey, you make a tea. Goddamn it, cats are fucking... The devil's the devil. flashlight. It's a cat. Cats are the devil. Cats are the devil. Jesus Christ, you can even hear it. The cat's talking backwards. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's like anyway, cats are the devil's fleshlights. They're they're just they're just evil. Yeah. They're evil. I learned that long time ago. It's my barn cat, See? man. Well, let's make it the weird woo, 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 woo. the cat talking backwards. See, <laughs> this devil fucking noise right there. Oh, it's just bad signal. It's cat. No, it's the cat talking backwards. It's like I will eat your soul. <laughs> your yeah. soul was delicious. It was like tuna friskies. <laughs> yeah, cat's a devil. Well, anyway, so uh, but like. Psilocybin infused uh, liquor is that that's a thing, right? Because uh, it's alcohol soluble. It's a tincture. So, it's a, there's tinctures and tonics, uh, not tonics, but you can do the, uh, the the teas, and then you can make tinctures. I do it all the time. It's what's all, the extraction yeah. rate? Like so, if like say like like say if you were to take like a jar of vodka and throw a bunch of fucking mushrooms in it, oh, if you could grind, I mean, you could grind them up and then straight them out. Well, or, here's uh, here's the, the, well, well, here's the thing. This is yeah. perfectly. It's there. You can do it exa- any way you want, but you could you could do this. So you could take a whole glass of one fifty one, say, or or a grain alcohol. You want it really really strong, okay? Now whatever you put in there, okay, and you let sit overnight, and you get all that shit out of there, and then you strain the alcohol out. You let the alcohol evaporate down to whatever you want. So if you start huge, and you want to say you got five people coming. Okay, and you want to get it done in one shot, all you have to do is take four times five. Okay, so let's just say that. Got now you need 20 grams. You can put 20 grams powdered in a huge glass and let it evaporate down after you've let it soak. To like how big of a, how, how many Ron Jeremy units of a glass are we? Uh, Ron, like, if we're, like, I was thinking shots, a shot glass. If you if you were taking um Let's just say, what, 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 say four shots is what? That's not even a half cup? I mean, what is a shot? Wait, it's one and a half ounce. It's an ounce, right? Uh, uh, shots an ounce. Yeah, yeah, supposedly. Yeah, not my shots, but a normal shot is, yeah. like, is an ounce. But you can a shot start. Like you two could, ounces for adults. Yeah, yeah but you, you could take, you could, with the, be, the best thing to do is start with a, a whole fucking rocks glass, okay? Fill the whole thing up with, with liquor, up uh, with the liquor, pour in the powder. And you let it sit. 
and you put a lid on there, let it sit for a while because you want to let it work. It's magic. You want all that shit out of there. But whatever you put in there, how long is taking, it? Dude, uh, probably overnight. I would do like four or five hours. Okay. Oh, so it extracts pretty quickly. Oh yeah, because I know oh, it's it's, it's, like, it's it's water and alcohol soluble. That's why I was thinking vodka because vodka is like basically fifty fifty, right? Like it's most vodka is forty forty percent, but if you got fifty fifty alcohol, then uh, I think it, it might... well it doesn't work as well if you if you don't use grain alcohol. You oh, need, it well, needs to be it needs to high proof. Yeah, you need yeah. it needs to. Yeah. If, I wonder if any of you guys could find any. Uh, let's get, I don't know. Where would we, we find moonshine? Where can we find yeah. moonshine? But God. no, but that's the best part is you can take you instead of having to eat that thing and chew it all down for a while. Some people hate it. Remember, fucking Zara was wow. there, fucking complaining for hours. You can have that whole thing down so it's a shot glass, right? And then, but there's no chewy bits because you've strained them all out. So basically, you gotta, at that point, it's gotta be like angry fucking blue. Oh like, yeah! Oh no! Yeah. We're talking, we're talking purple black, like my oh, soul. That's so fun! That's cool as shit. Could you evaporate it down, like say in a, like a like like a, a dropper, dude? Evaporator? Um, that, yeah, and then crystallize it. Yes, absolutely. Because I think that they make the crystals of the gods or whatever they call it, right? I they have, and but I've done it so dense in my dreams one this one time. That I used a dropper, so that you did just one drop, whoop, not the not a drop, but a, the the tweed, the uh, plunger thing. You yeah. fill it up, drop it in there, was worth four grams. So like one that'd thing. be like two to five mils is an eye dropper, right? Like a foam, yeah, eye dropper is like two point five to five mils, I believe, is a standard eye dropper. So uh, yeah, that's that's pretty fucking legit. That'd be cool as hell. Yeah, and and, and, and you. It's just so easy to get exactly what you want because it's always going to be in there. I mean, you don't as long as you don't let it evaporate, you can you can you can divvy it out evenly, you know, and it goes ahead and it mediates everything throughout the whole thing. So not one person has this fucking shroom that's a fucking you know it's a it's a god meter. Then the other ones are the uh, you know yeah the parted huh. brothers. But I like this. I like this idea. I'm gonna definitely try this. It's the same thing with when you make the tinctures with the lion's mane and stuff. Who the hell is masturbating? It's the fucking cat. See, it's talking backwards again. <laughs> Your soul shall be mine. Go towards the light. I shall eat you. Uh, yeah. This is God. Walk through the wall. I will remove it for you. <laughs> Run at the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. that. I like that idea. That, that, like that's that great idea. stuff. That works really well, and it's also good when you're making, because uh, the alcohol. Yeah. You can you can hide it so easily, and if people, I'm I'm not talking about hiding it not like that, but hide the taste of the alcohol, like in a brownie. Because yeah. now you're just dropping oh, yeah. in a fucking brownie. So now you're making yeah. edibles. You can put it in gummies and everything else. And I like this idea. I think it'd be really fun because I like brewing beers and hard ciders, but it'd be really easy to put like a dropper full in each fucking hard cider, you know? Like, oh, uh, oh dude, yeah. And, and like I said, I'm I'm super excited. I'm sure Van's gonna be uh, all about the fucking uh, blue honey. That's that's a shit. Oh yeah, I got so many plans for that. Shit. It's gonna be yeah. Glorious. We're gonna be uh, so we're probably looking at July having our house done. Um, 
And then uh, one of the first things. Throw me a birthday party? Sure, come on down. We got plenty of room. But one of the first things that we're going to be doing is getting throwing our hives up. So, uh, yeah, we should have we should have fucking tons of honey next spring. So, yeah, it'll be awesome. Very excited about this. Very excited about this because we want to do you know four or five freaking hives. But we do like she does the ones that have like ten supers and stuff. You know, like or ten. Uh, I don't know what the fuck it's called. Like the little. She'd have to tell you. She's more of the honey people. But the little frames. Ah, frames, that's what they call. So she does the ones that have like a shitload of frames in them and then have a super yep. and the super has a yep. bunch of more frames in it. And then so yes. like the whole damn thing weighs like several hundred fucking pounds. Oh yeah, it can, weigh, honey. It, can, it can weigh like 40 pounds for just the fucking uh, supers that you put on top. Each one. Yeah. Yeah. He, the thing weighs like, God, you have to move them with a fucking pallet thing. And like if you want to freaking move the damn things. Like a hand truck because they get they get really heavy. Oh but, yeah, uh, why, why would you do that? You should you should have a queen extruder on there so you you actually put that um, the excluders on yeah. there can that it keep so when the bees leave the top two one your supers they can't get back in. So then you can just take those off and then lid the actual hive itself and just move that one. That way you can put new frames in and everything else. Oh, good idea. Yeah, she knows that shit. I don't know that shit, but. uh yeah, it's pretty cool, man. I like the idea. I like this idea. I'd like to make some super, absolutely fucking ridiculously concentrated shit uh, down to where I have like this, like like a pint jar of just like squid ink black nastiness. Don't and bring then, that uh, to the AA meetings. <laughs> I've, I think I've allegedly, allegedly, yeah, allegedly. allegedly, I've implicated myself in enough evil doings that I'm probably. Very well on my yellow brick road to hell, like with a with AA meetings. You heard about the AA meetings and the Inky Cat mushrooms, right? yeah. yeah. That was what I was looking for. Damn yeah, it. Inky Cat mushrooms, man, they're fucking amazing. Um, you can do an alcohol tincture with those, but honestly, it's just just grind them up and put them in the fucking coffee maker, and it's it doesn't take much of them at all to cause the crazy aller- allergy to alcohol, like the emesis. They'll just throw up like fucking their bones. They'll be looking at how many bones left. But uh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Anyway, allegedly. 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 But uh, yeah, man. So I love this. I love this idea about this uh, super concentrated stuff. Because it'd be really fun to make like a like a hard cider, like a braggot. It's one of my favorite things to make with, with apples. So it's like apple juice that's brewed in the style of a beer. So it has like, you know, some grains and stuff in there and a little bit of hops, but uh, it's primarily, instead of replace the water in a beer, a light beer with apple juice, basically. Right. Ah. And it's called Braggot and it's fucking awesome. And uh, it's big foamy head, like a really good beer, uh, but not bitter at all. It's more like, you know, it's a hard cider. Uh, and it's got like the mouth feel of a real rich beer, and it's really good stuff. And I've made a lot of it. I call it uh, uh, Doctor Fucking. What the hell was it called? I had a freaking cool ass picture I put with it, but it was really like uh, it was disturbing. It was a very disturbing picture. It was an the apple carved was, into a, a jack. It was disturbing. I don't believe it. It was a. It was a. Well, you know, like I love to do all the disturbing shit. But it was like a. Uh, jack-o'-lantern 
um, made as a uh, Dr. Lonely's. That's what it was called. Dr. Lonely's. Is it? It was an. It's an apple. It's a. It's an apple that's carved into a, uh, the shape of a pumpkin, like like a pumpkin carving. It's what, a really Robotron? disturbing picture. Who's doing drugs? Who? I I heard somebody's doing a snippety snip. Somebody's doing drugs. I heard it. I seen it. Who is it? I got allergies. It might have been me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> allergies. I got if I can't right do now. it, you can't do it. How it works. When you're when it comes to uh, a say if some newbie newbie person like a friend of yours is like, hey, like I heard you like into mushrooms. I'd like to try mushrooms. How do you handle that with like some rando friend wanting to try them for the first time? Do you just like here, try this handful of shit, get really super fucked up, or are you gonna just try to ease them into it? If it's a I'm gonna try to ease them into it unless you're never going to see that person ever again or hear from them and then it doesn't really matter at that point right right (laughs) you just give them give them the standard dose and just yeah tell them a few safety precautions and send them on their way ask for a safe word and throw it in the garbage (laughs) (laughs) you're not gonna babysit them uh i tried to babysit somebody one time and uh my face transformed into the devil. I didn't find this out until later. But, uh, yeah, they went up into their bedroom and started breaking shit. And they wouldn't talk. Like, they they couldn't talk, I, I assumed. Uh, me and my buddy were asking the person questions, and they just seemed to be in a shitty mood. So they went upstairs, brooding in silence, and then started breaking stuff. And then, like, a couple weeks later, dude tells me... Uh, the mushrooms were way stronger than he expected, and just out of nowhere, my face transformed into the devil, and <laughs> he was just petrified and angry. <laughs> so I don't like the trip set for people. Do you ever you ever seen people who are completely different on mushrooms, like uh, who are like normally happy people, and they become like totally psycho, or vice versa? Uh, um. Yeah. Oh, not really. Not normally, really. there normally it takes you to the, the the further level of yourself. I'm saying you're a douche. You're a bigger douche. You're funny. Yeah, you're super funny. You know, I've always seen it more of like a, like a personality enhancer. Like you're saying, like you know, I've never met anybody that like flipped their fucking shit unless they already had. Like I don't believe that people that have uh, multiple personality disorder or like anything like that should be taking mushrooms. Period. Yeah, no bipolar, like, no schizophrenia in the, yeah, the family. Know. For my friends, I'll ask so... him those questions. Yeah, man, I've, uh, there was, we, there's a person that we know who is uh, very, very bipolar. And on their medication, they're extremely stable, and you'd never fucking know about it. But they jump off their meds pretty regularly, go on, <laughs> you know, fucking craziness. And, uh, um, Whenever they jump off their meds, the first thing they start reaching for is basically every drug they can get your fucking hands on. And uh, they're a completely different fucking person on any sort any sort of psychedelic. They're just they're they're very intense. Um and not something that I would ever want anybody to to experience. <laughs> they're uh not cool. 
They can be uh, pretty overwhelming in a manic episode. Even without there's, the drugs. There's a picture of the the Dr. Lonely's, uh, the apple for the Dr. Lonely's. It goes in the apple bracket. So, in the baffle. Yeah, everybody knows. Oh, what that's I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's the it's it's a sticker that goes on the on the beer on uh, the apple bracket I make and it's everyone says Dr. Lonely's super special apple bracket and uh, has that picture like a big old fucking like four inch like decal on each bottle. And uh yeah, I mean that's just that would be great to make that uh like you know psychedelic. I think it'd have a lot of fun. Like two point five grams in every bottle. Two point five percent in quotes. Two point five percent alcohol by volume. Oh no, it's like it comes out to be like fucking a stupid amount, like fourteen percent alcohol, like ABV is how I when I brew it, it comes out fucking hard. Uh, but uh, then, like a six pack is gonna get you fucking wasted. But what we should do is hide. Every, one out of every six pack has two and a half grams of fucking psilocybin in it. Uh, right? You are chosen poorly. Yes. <laughs> or oh, you remember how they used to have the Coca Cola cans where where you open up the can and then you could like dollar bills would come out if you were the winner. Remember those back when we were kids? Uh, yeah, but didn't people like choke the fuck? Yeah, they choked on it. it. Right, right. Yeah, but, they, yeah, they were called they were called cash cans. I found like yes, ten of them. yes. But I mean, you can imagine those where you do that with well, but something else pops out. They, ah. they they had to discontinue those right away because people like me figured out the tricks. I found one. Trend? I found one by accident, and I looked at it really carefully. And there's a silver sticker on the bottom of it where they filled it full of the shit that made it feel like it had a Coca Cola in it. So I just went to the store and flipped over every can until I found silver stickers and grabbed them. You oh, slimy I figured, it, I figured it would have been like, because people would open the fucking can and choke the fucking shit out of it. Pour the rolled up dollar bill. Oh, down you, you, you literally had to cut it open. It was dry inside the our actual drinking cup. Uh, cool. That's the, hey, why did they get rid of the, like, the, the, the super shiny nickel and paydays? The what? Like the payday candy bar? Does anybody remember that? The payday candy bar had a shiny, brand new shiny fucking nickel in it. I did not uh, know that. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm not older than you fuckers. Why the hell do I know this? I grew up on that shit, like payday candy bars. You know, like the ones that just like with the chocolate or the 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 peanuts on. What right? was that? Who would you sell Psychonautics. Off? Psychonautics because her cat probably. I can eat control. Her, her cat is it determined that, it, that you were not worthy of. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, they, they used to have like a little little plastic baggie inside the like the candy bar would be a, a brand new newly minted shiny nickel, and every candy that could bar. that could be because I never ate a payday candy bar. Why I don't know about it? Yeah, because yeah, they're fucking disgusting. No, they're great. Fucking, I grew up on that shit. God damn it, they're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only oh, word that comes to mind when I think of those. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I know how to spell it, but I know exactly the word you're talking about. Goddamn kids. Oh, so <laughs> we were looking at dogs uh, because, like, you know, we're going to get another dog for the for the ranch. Right. You know? And uh, I, like, we both like the giant schnauzer. 
right? Have you seen those those guys? The giant schnauzers. Mm. They're they're fucking amazing. They're like they they make great police dogs. They're they're murder tastic. It's like a a hundred fucking pound schnauzer, right? But they're a working dog. They're like you know like bite people that kind of fun stuff. And because they're like a giant fucking terrier, they're murdery, which is great for me. But uh, I love it. I love the idea of the giant schnauzer. But the wife's like, "What do you want to name it?" Well, I'm listening to this fucking book series that's hilarious, and uh, it has a character in there called Badgelore. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna name it Badgelore," which is like the Scottish like brogue talking badger who just like fucks everything up. And I'm like, "Yeah, Badgelore." And she's like, "You're not allowed to name dogs anymore." I'm like, God damn it. I think you should name it Grandpa. Those those dogs look like little grandpas, the little ones and the big ones. The big ones are solid fucking black, and the one that I'm looking at is a working line that's coming that will import from Europe, where they use them to like patrol the Chechnyan border and fucking bite the shit out of Russians. So like they're a work. They use them in prison riots to control the goddamn riots. So because they just let them in there and let them eat people until everybody behaves. And I'm like, fuck yeah. It's a perfect dog for me and my family. But yeah. That sounds perfect. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Family friendly. Super... Nah, we'll give it as a puppy. It'll be fun. It'll <laughs> just be super high. It'll just be super high drive. And I mean, I raised Malinois and Dutch Shepherds and Dobies and all sorts of different stuff about you know, like whole life's way I grew What'd up. What'd you call me? No. And uh <laughs> so like one of my first dogs as a child. What was y'all's first dog? Do you guys remember what your a, first dog a was? Samoy- a Samoyed was my first dog. Wow. Uh, Dachshund. That's because you're from fucking Eskimo territory. I owned the Samoyed when I lived in Florida, sir. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Mine was a chocolate lab. My second dog was a chow. And what, what was yours again, bud? Like you said. Uh, oh, uh, there. First dog was a dachshund. A dachshund. Dachshunds are cool. A wiener dog. They're, they're murdery as fuck. Like, they were designed to go down holes and kill badgers, man. Like, they're uh, badgers. Badgers. I, I only get the 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 weak ones. The the ones that oh. just follow you around and just, uh, they're like a bed warmer. Dude, my, my uh, one of my friends locally has one of those, and that fucking dog loves me to death. I have to search my car every time I leave his house because the fucker will sneak into my car and come home with me. Great dog, love them. They're I lovable. Used to, I used to hang out with, at this place, and every time I would come to visit, the dog would get so excited when I I'd jump him. When I picked it up, it would piss on me. <laughs> yep. My yeah, first fucking that. dog. My first fucking dog ever. Her name was Sasha, and she was a ninety percent Timberwolf. That was my first fucking dog. I was like five years old. You remind me of that guy on YouTube that has the pet coyote that's always fucking growling and biting. Oh, I love that fucking guy. I'm going to totally get a pet coyote just because of that. Uh, But that was my first fucking dog. Why are you so angry, puppy? (laughs) But that uh, that tells you about my my parents' mindset, right? They're like, let's give this five-year-old a 90% timber wolf, right? Like, they're like, yeah, maybe he'll live. Maybe he'll get eaten, whatever, right? Anyway. So I named him, named her Sasha, and she got huge, like 200 fucking pounds, like fucking massive. And uh, I had it forever, like ever and ever and ever. Um, 
probably 10 years or so. Yeah, ish. But uh, right. yeah, she finally just fucking got like hip dysplasia or some shit and then cancer died. But uh, uh, yeah, I had her forever and ever. She was a big fucking dog. But uh, and then well, you know, then I just immediately went right into Rottweilers and fucking all sorts of other crazy shit. But our family, everybody, everybody in our family had a dog, right? Like, so I had the, the dog. My brother had a dog. My sister had a dog. My mom had a dog. My dad had a dog. So everybody had a fucking dog. There was at least at least five dogs in the house at any one time. So we're used to dealing with like high drive, large dogs in packs. So I'm totally fucking down for the. But my wife will let me have the dogs I want. So. Uh, you know, and that's probably not. A, it's probably best that I have like somebody reining me in, because that could be like the crazy dog person if you left me alone. Yeah, like like the American pit, our American bully dog. Uh, I don't mind those. I think they're they're way overhyped. Everybody that I've met who's had everybody that I've met who's a responsible dog owner who owns a pit bull, they're the biggest goddamn bitchy ass little babies in the entire fucking world. I mean, like, I mean, like my. My dog right yeah. now is a pit bull. She's she's yeah. the best dog in the world. The uh, the American yeah. bully dog is like a pit bull, but about four times the size of a normal. One. I've seen. Yeah, I had. We had. We had two. It looks like a fucking mass. boxer, fucking muscle. Yeah, fucking. yeah. yeah. I, I used to have we one had, of them. We had the the, the American bulldog. Uh, we had uh, two of those big fucking bastards as our mascot for rugby, and uh, wait, seventy seven thirty three. I gotta delete that. That's too doxy. <laughs> but uh, we had, that was our rugby team. Um, and uh, um, we, uh, we fucking, it was a great dog. Uh, they were great dogs. They were super sweet though. Like they weren't at all aggressive. Um, they were super sweet. Like I, I, everybody I've met that has supposedly aggressive or crazy dogs. Now the only ones that I've met that are actually kind of fucking nuts are those like the 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 Dutch shepherds and the Malinois that come from working lines. They're a little fucking intense. Like they're a little intense. Like a lot. Like uh, a lot. I've never. <laughs> yeah. Like I'd say that they're about eleven out of ten. Um, whereas like, you know, pretty much every other dog, I I haven't, I haven't met a dog I really don't get along with. Um, as far as like a breed of dog, I don't get along with. Well, okay. I take that back. Yorkies. Fuck Yorkies. They're asking. Oh yeah. Fuck them. My mom has a Yorkie. The first one was a piece of shit when she was a kid and then she got another one as an adult and that one was a piece of shit. Yeah. I don't know what it is about Yorkies. Where where the fuck they come from? Are they English? Is it, is that, is that where they're from? Yorkshire, yeah. England. Yeah, yeah. Oh, isn't that the one with the queen? The queen always has those fucking stupid ass things. No, she has uh, the Queen Elizabeth. God bless her. She had uh, uh, corgis. 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 I had a corgi a long time ago. Well, okay, I had a corgi for like three hours. So uh, I found a fucking corgi, and I was like, "Oh, you're so awesome!" And then I opened my truck door, and the corgi jumped in. And I was like, sweet, you're my corgi now. And then, like, two hours later, I found the microchip. And I was like, god damn it. And so... <laughs> I had, that was I had a rare scan. Pokemon. You had it for a second there. Yeah. Is this, is this had, a similar situation to the lady that was trying to take your dog while you're washing your car? Uh, I oh, yeah, I forgot about that. 
<laughs> Goddamn people. Kids these days. But no, it was a, it was a cute dog. And I was like, wow. So if I ever got a chance again, I'd have a my daughter has a little stuffed corgi. I don't know, maybe she'll end up with a corgi when we move. But uh I would have a couple of dogs. I'll be on plenty of land. Might as well have a couple of dogs. Right now we just have moments. Little old ass fat freaking rat terrier who's like, what are you at? I'm all like 15 now. Yeah, she's like 15 years old. But uh, I've had her since she was like four and a half, five weeks old. She was still in the bottle when the people gave her to me. They just walked up to her and gave her to me. And I was like, what? Fuck. Okay. I guess I have a dog now. How it works. You don't pick the dog, the dog picks you. Oh, dude, she's been the best dog I've ever owned. Like, I've owned a lot of dogs. Well, okay, when she was little, terriers are intense dogs. And when she was little, she got, like, I used to take her to work with me on the ambulance and everything. And then when we got a call, I'd just toss her in her crate and go on the call, right? So I've had her, like, in my hip pocket my entire fucking life. And this one time I decided, hey, you know what? I'm not going to take you to work. I'm really fucking busy. I'm going to leave you home. So I left her in the bathroom with, like, food and, like, a water and everything like that. The psycho little fucking bitch went through the goddamn wall. She oh, went through the fucking wall. Jesus. She went through the wall to go lay on the fucking bed. Because she was like, <laughs> I can't be. She's like, I can't be without you. I need to be covered in your sand. And so she went through the fucking bathroom wall, through the fucking sheetrock, through the insulation, everything like that. Because like, I went to go, I got home and I go and I open the door and then out like comes this wiggly little fucking dog that's gray from going through the fucking sheetrock. And I'm like, what the fuck are you covered in? Flour? Is that flour? You know? And then I get into the hallway and there's like insulation everywhere. I'm like, oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> little psycho. But, Good times. Uh, Good times were had by all. No. I have a lot of moment stories. Little psychopath. She had a friend that was a, a, a prey dog. We had a prey dog at the same time that we got her. We already had a pet. I had a pet, pet prey dog. And prey dogs are actually make really good pets. They're very, very social. If you're going to get a prey dog, get a female. Males go into heat uh, once a year. And during that time, for about six weeks, they're just absolutely fucking rabid. will bite everything and fight everything, including their own reflection. And then after six weeks, they go back to being normal. But uh, during that six weeks of insanity, you just, they're just, they're, they're like little caged Tasmanian devils. You don't want them. But the females are sweet 24 7 year round. Um, so I had a fucking prairie dog, and prairie dogs, they can get pretty good size. Like when you're, uh, like, and we got this prairie dog because somebody brought it to the fire station. Uh, they found it, like an eagle, I guess, had dropped it or something. It was all scratched the fuck up. They had holes in it from the talons. It's like they've been chewed on. And so we just kind of like, we're like, well, you got nothing better to do. Let's fix it. And so we fixed it and like glued its skin back together and nursed it helped. And ta da, we have a fucking, you know, like mascot. And then it got better and we're like, they're like, let it go. And I was like, ah, I mean, it just kind of lives here with everybody and it's potty trained. I think I'll just keep it as a pet. So uh, like they're super easy to potty train because they only want to go to go potty in one spot, right? So, uh, because they're predator averse and uh, kept it as a pet. And I introduced it to my dog and they lived together and loved each other, except the fucking prairie dog burrowed into my fucking sofa. Right. Like it just, 
it got under the sofa, and I was like, cool. It's just going to stay under the sofa. No, the motherfucker went under the sofa, then up through the bottom of the fucking sofa. And, like, through the fucking sofa and popped out the armrest. Son of a bitch. Surprise! <laughs> and then the fucking dog moments is like, that looks like fun. <laughs> <laughs> so she got stuck in there panicked and then chewed her way out in front oh psycho she was insane when she was little now she's old now she doesn't do anything but stare at the squirrels with hate in her eyes death anybody have anything else to add to responsible drug use other than don't fucking dose people without their permission don't like crazy fucking dose newbies, and don't and don't try to make things a negative experience unless you actually hate the person. I got a, a few things. Okay, um, please. So trip sitters, you got to pick a good one. It's and that's a challenge in and of itself. But uh, assuming you got a good one, even though you have no experience with them as your trip sitter, you probably want to set expectations for what what it is that you expect for them to do because each person if you don't tell them what you want them to do up front then they're just going to do their own thing whatever they think is best and sometimes i can even fuck up the trip like when i want a trip setter i just want them to chill in the other room i'm going to close my door and if you hear me doing some wild shit then come on in (laughs) but like i don't even want the trip to be interrupted i'm trying to go deep so um so that's that's my expectations that I lay out for the trip setters is like I need you for X, Y, and Z, and that's it. Anything else? Fucking dick around on your phone. Do whatever you want to do. I got beers in the fridge. Just have at it. Just you know, like, keep listen. you know keep you from driving or jumping out the window. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like don't let me do wild shit. Basically, I'm not probably not going to do any of that stuff. But like you know, common sense and and like don't keep peeping your head in the door like if it's quiet because i'm probably having a really great time (laughs) (laughs) um that's like for me solo tripping obviously you don't want to see what's going on in here (laughs) yeah i could be slithering around on the floor naked i don't know (laughs) it gets weird it gets weird but yeah trip sitters you you be a good judge of your trip sitter like if you don't trust that person sober like with your safety don't make them your trip sitter, you know? Um, yeah, don't grab a rando off the street and be like, hey, bro, you want to come over while I get fucked up? <laughs> like, you can be very vulnerable on a deep psychedelic trip, and, and it's easy to fuck it up. So Wasn't that how, like, what was that guy who used to kill all the, the, the serial killer? Didn't he used to get people fucking high and then, like, the gay community and then fucking kill him? Was it Dahmer? Or who was it? The guy that was. Uh, I think didn't Manson used to get people uh, fucked up on psychedelics and then kind of influence their thoughts. Well, Mon- yeah, but Manson was the uh, he had a, the whole cult thing going on. I think it was uh, Dahmer. Dahmer's the guy I'm thinking about. Yeah, where he'd like invite him over to try to get him high, and then he'd fucking like overdose him and then fucking do crazy shit to him. Yeah, or it could like, be like Hannibal Lecter. Like, put Here, a drone there. This, Here's this broken glass. Uh, I think you got something on your face there. God, that's dude. I'd, I'd be so worried. I will. I'm the kind. Of, I'm a. I'm a good babysitter. I've been a babysitter many times, but I like to like kind of set the mood. 
But the most of the time that I babysit for people, they've never done anything before. And so I have this really huge, ridiculously giant TV that uh, the story behind it is I broke my wife's TV, putting it in the car. And so she's like, well, you might need a new TV. So I just went and bought like the biggest fucking most ridiculous TV that they fucking had. It literally takes up like one wall in the house. And uh, so I always put on something fun to watch. Uh, give them the fucking drugs and make sure they're all happy on this fucking sofa and leave them alone there, you know? And then, like, I'll go in in a couple hours and offer snacks or change the fucking movie or whatever. But uh, I leave them the fuck alone there. But I, don't, I like it. I mean, I like trips in. They've never bothered me. I keep them from doing stupid shit. Like, no, dude, you've only, it's only been an hour. You're not driving home. You're fucked up. Right? Like, you know, that kind of thing. But. I don't want trips in. So I don't have a whole lot of experience in it, but I I could do it. I think beyond just mushrooms, uh, I think it's. I think there's like there's shit that I see people do all the time. Even me when I was younger, that is just kind of reckless, not using reagent test kits to just at least narrow down like what you might be taking. Um, I think the reagent test kits are, yeah, yeah. With them being available and them relatively cheap, at least you can rule out some of the scarier psychedelics that you really wouldn't want to accidentally dose. You know, like a bromo dragonfly. What the fuck is that? That's if if my memory serves right. That's there's there's a few psychedelics you could fit on blotter that are gonna give you a 24 hour long maybe longer experience and you're going to have some psychosis in there because it's just going to be too much. And, uh, you know, nobody wants to like signing up for a 12 hour long trip is one thing, (laughs) but like then finding out like, Oh, this isn't slowing down and I'm worn out. That's, you know, nobody wants to deal with that. Well, those big, uh, like I've never even heard of those. It must be some sort of crazy synthetic shit. Um, yeah, man, that would really fucking suck ass. I, I mean, I trust. I'm usually the guy that people get stuff from, or uh, like well, at least my 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 close friends. Right, that's all I really give anything to. But uh, um, and it's like, but I couldn't imagine trying to be like some dude on the street trying to find trying to source things because there's so much fucking scary ass shit out there. I haven't even heard of a Bromo Dragonfly. I'm gonna have to Google that and get on the list. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, that sounds it's like something I'll come across at work. <laughs> like, yeah, like, fuck that. Like, And then nowadays, you can't trust anything you fucking find. Like, because everything's, like, intentionally fucked with. So I wouldn't trust anything. I trust capsules given to me by my core friends. Like, you know, like, if somebody, some, some of our, our, our little tight little group of friends trade stuff back and forth. Totally cool. But, like, some random person? I've had people, like, hey, man, I grew this really crazy mushroom. I want to send you some. First off, you're not getting my address. Secondly, I don't trust what the hell you're going to give me. Right? Yeah. So, uh, hey, hey, don't take that, man. Odds are they tried (laughs) that bath first. It's always good to have someone test the batch first before, before you get it. And if you're gonna if you're gonna grow your own mushrooms, that's a good point. You need to test your batches. 
Because some things, like for me, I know that if it smells, to me, my nose is pretty sensitive. If it smells like really shitty chocolate, I'm talking about like the old type doesn't melt at all fucking chocolate. Um, so if it smells like really shitty chocolate, then I know it's strong. Um, and uh, But I always try stuff. And when I try things, I try like a gram. And I see if and I do it on like an empty stomach and I take it with some sort of acid, like orange juice or a lemon tech in or something like that. And uh, I just want to see if how a gram as a baseline affects me. And then from there, I can go, okay, well, this is nothing. I could give, I could easily give somebody, you know, three grams of this or, or that gram. And I'm like, whoa, that's some strong shit. You know? I think that's a best practice as a, as a, if you're just a consumer, if you don't cultivate and you're just consuming, like, you got little information to go off of, you know, someone's one person might say that whatever you're getting is super strong. And the next person is going to be like, that's ah, all right. And if you don't know any better, if all you've had is shitty mushrooms and you thought that those were good mushrooms, and then here's your first actual decent mushroom, uh, you know, and you just go into it, not doing a tester dose of one gram tester dose. And you just go straight into 3.5. I mean, there's certain strains where you're going to be unpleasantly surprised. <laughs> you're going to be yeah. thinking, oh, I'm going to have a good Friday. And it's just like, oh, my God, I'm meeting God right now. I did not prepare myself for this. In the middle of Target. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, always test always test stuff. Don't just take somebody's word for it, you know, because they might say it's all right. And you're like, well, this last stuff I had was all right to me, but maybe you've never had really good something, you know, it could be anything. It could be anything. So, yeah. Same with, same with if something's dosed in pills, it always seems to me that it's easier to start low. Cause you can always take more, right? Like, but like wait an hour and then you can take some more to bump up your high if you're not high enough, but you can't untake fucking shit. You know, like, yeah. So if you jump in right off the bat and you take, you're like, oh, I've never even heard of Enigma. It sounds like bullshit. I'm going to take five grams. Yeah. See you tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. And then you're like, like, fuck. But if you take like, oh, I'm going to, I've never heard of Enigma. I'm going to try a gram to just see how it is. You're like, fuck. Then it's much, much less of a fuck than five fucking grams of some crazy shit you never tried. Like, Lizard King or, or Tits or, or Ape or something like that that's, that's pretty strong. You definitely want to try small. If you if you had just obtained something like, say, a chocolate bar from someone or something like that, you want to start small. You could always build up your dose throughout the trip by taking more and more and more, but give it enough time for what you've taken to actually fully hit you. Also, another thing is to take it with some sort of acid. And if you take stuff right after eating a fucking giant meal of pasta or, or uh, like, mm. you know, a ton of, you know, a, a giant meal of freaking pasta or a whole bunch of freaking pizza or some shit like that, it's going to take a lot longer for it to, like, hit you or than it is going to take you on an empty stomach. You might because bark it all n- up, too, and that can be pretty yeah. unpleasant. Because well, that's, why you're n- to do, that's why you're supposed to fast, though. Yeah, if yeah. You're doing it correctly. I find that, that taking stuff on an empty stomach works out a little bit better anyway. Um, I don't like, uh, I don't, there's very few strains that I work with personally that cause me to be nauseous. Um, I know that 
it's strong. It's going to be a good trip if I start getting the yawning. You know, right? Like if, if I start if, yawning, if I'm you like, can, if you get through that, you're good. <laughs> if I'm like, oh shit, I'm yawning right off the bat. Like the other day, with me and Deadpool, where the where we're, we're talking with the the guy who was bringing up all the PTSD shit, and uh, we decided to go and get fucked up and take like just enough. I thought I was taking enough to enjoy, like you know, to just kind of like relax and be able to share the whole PTSD journey with this dude. And I end up taking some a very strong strain and taking way too much of it. And about 20 minutes in, I'm yawning my ass off. I'm like, oh, boy, this is – we're going to go for a ride. Ruh-roh. Uh, uh, so knowing your body and knowing how your body reacts and if it's going to be a strong reaction or not. But I find that certain strains cause me to be nauseous, and I just avoid them. Yeah. Like, yeah. The ones like, with the really rapid come up for me, I, I'm not a fan of those. Um, I like my other drugs to work that way, but not my mushrooms. So there's like PESH Hawaiian, um, Melmac seems to do that to me. Um, I've, had nausea, I've had nausea. Way. I've had nausea on Melmac. Like pretty, pretty serious nausea on Melmac. But uh, is. I've I have not the fastest come up I've ever had was on our personal strain of of Lizard King within our group, the one that, that we just accidentally isolated correctly, and it's super super fucking potent. And uh, that one is just surprise you're fucking high, like yeah. you go from between like f- there's a thirty seconds ago you were sober, and now the walls are moving. There's and a there unicorn no- in the house. Yeah, there's there's no real come up. It's just like, bam, bitch, you motherfucking high. And, <laughs> Slapped uh, with it. Yeah, and uh, that one, uh, uh, no nausea for me, and no yawning like for that one. Like it's just, it just happens too quick. It's just, bam, you're fucking high. Um, and that one would be one that I would probably not do with a beginner. You know, like it would be yeah. to teachers, something mild with a predictable, like come up and a predictable go down and a predictable effects. Something like that would be a good, a good give beginner. give the new people something so they can dip their toes in the water, so to speak, instead of just throwing them into the deep end of the pool. Fuck it, swim that's, or drown, motherfucker. And that's why I've never liked people who, who are like serious fucking potheads. To be the goddamn person to introduce somebody to pie. <laughs> right? Because they're all like, no, man, do like a big fucking madly hit. And, and, you know, and Take a dab, know, bro. Yeah, Take yeah, a right? dab yeah. with us. Yeah, and they're like fucking couch locked and nauseated and fucking shit like that for the next like six hours. And it's like, that doesn't stop pleasant, man. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. If you're going to introduce somebody to some sort of substance, Introduce them responsibly. You know? That doesn't stop on at all. Yeah, you don't want to scare them away from psychedelics in general just because uh, for, for I don't know, one night of amusement, uh, yeah. some selfish amusement out of this person's uh, bad reaction. So I got a fucking, I got a story and one of the reasons I don't like weed. I don't do weed. 
I don't fuck it doesn't it doesn't agree with me. And part of the reason it doesn't agree with me is because this fucking story. A long time ago when I was a fucking kid, I was probably like 13 years old. And we used to hang out with this uh older because my parents were extremely irresponsible, right? I mean, they gave me a goddamn wolf when I was five years old, right? Could have eaten me, they wouldn't have cared. Whatever. He's on his own path, yellow. Well, uh I we used to hang out with this much older lady. She was like in her mid twenties, super fucking pothead. And we used just used to hang out there, not because she's a babysitter, just because she'd feed us. Right? <laughs> Basically. Except her name was Alyssa. Like, shout out Alyssa. If you're fucking listening, you're fucking hot still in my head when uh-huh. I was 13. So like <laughs> and so she was you know, attractive. We were 13 fucking years old. And me and my brother used to fucking hang out with him. My brother was like 12 at the time. I was 13 at the time. We used to hang out over there because she had a fucking TV. She was attractive and she like fed us because she'd smoke pot all day and then, you know, cook and we ate food. It was cool. Good trade off. Well, um, she was like, hey, you guys want to try this? Like, take a hit, right? And it uh-huh. was, and she had like, she was like, oh no, not a little one like that. And then like, a big one. And so we we're like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, we're gonna show off that we're like real men to listen. So we took like huge fucking hits, and then just like super fucking nauseous, super fucking sick. Just sit there, movement fucking made me nauseous. Everything was just completely unpleasant for like six fucking hours. Just totally fucking unpleasant. And ever since then, I've been like, I've always exposed, like you know, associated to. Of it being an unpleasant experience. I've done edibles and I've been like, eh, but I always do such a small amount. I guess it'd be like micro dosing an edible, right? I was doing such a small amount. We call that a nibble. Yeah, I was doing the same way. I like five, 10 milligrams is like comfortable for me, unless I'm trying to force myself to go to sleep for 12 hours. Yeah, I was doing like such a small amount that I just get a little body high. But at the same time, like, I'm the guy who'd be like, wait, mushrooms? Fuck yeah, I'll take a couple grams. You know, like, it doesn't, like, mushrooms, not at all, not at all, but, like, uh, fucking marijuana. And my wife fucking smokes all the time. So, like, you want to hit this? I'm like, fuck no. Don't do anything for me. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, I just have such a negative past experience. And I think that if I was, re- if I was, if my, my wife, if we could erase that negative past experience, and my wife could have introduced me to marijuana the correct way by being a responsible fucking person and not being a douche for your own entertainment, then it would have, uh, you know, maybe I would enjoy edibles, but maybe I would enjoy, you know, you know, hitting a freaking little marijuana every once in a while after a long day's work where my joints hurt, you know, because uh, I'm getting old, man. We all are. Uh, pretty much all of us on this freaking podcast, we're getting we're getting to the point where we're a little bit older in life, where we still work really fucking hard and put in those 12, 14, 16, 18 hours days. In my case, sometimes 36 hours before I get a nap. And my joints hurt, my feet hurt, my fucking hands hurt. And sometimes I would pan in the painkiller of that would probably be a good thing. But I've had such a negative reaction with it. I now get an introduction, I guess, to it that nope. Fucking swore off that shit. Deadpool, do you smoke? Um, very rarely. I am. I'm one of those people that uh, if I want to take a nap, I'll just take a nap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I maybe like a toke or something, and I'll sit back and giggle and draw myself and hang out and eat some donuts or something. <laughs> I guess, but 
yeah, no, it's not a that it's not one of the things that I go out of my way to do at all ever. I I tried uh, for like ten years to to incorporate weed into my routine and like try to be productive. Also, that was the big thing I was trying to do. Is I see all my friends smoke weed and be productive, and it didn't slow them down. But for me, I could just never get the hang of that. I would just stare and drool every time I smoked <laughs> and uh, it didn't really matter like how much it just takes very little for me. I, I can't be productive with weed. Unfortunately. And see, and see my wife is a uh, super high energy like person, right? I think I've done a pretty decent job of explaining her kind of super high perky energy uh, throughout this podcast. Uh, if everybody's a long-term listener here is that she's a very, very high energy person. That's her on weed off fucking weed. She's intolerable. Right? Like, <laughs> that's my wife that's my wife smoking weed every day like several times a fucking day like she gets a break at work she fucking hits the weed she wakes up in the morning she hits the fucking weed and for her it evens her fucking personality out and mellows her down to where she doesn't need to be on any sort of uh, drug that would fucking like calm her down because she's super high energy like a really really happy puppy and uh, that kind of wants to stab you. So, uh, and uh, so she's super, super creative and she's always been super creative. And in her job, she has to be super creative and it doesn't affect her at all. All it does is mellow her the fuck out enough that she could actually focus on her work. And to me, it would, it would just destroy me. Like I would be like, uh, and then just like sleep for the next couple of days. Now, I will say, I had some really, really, really cool fucking dreams on taking an edible once. Like, I, they came in these gummy worms from Colorado. Uh, my friend bought them, brought them down, and he was like, hey, man, you need to try one of these. I was like, I'll just cut a little piece off. He was like, no, nah, man, eat a whole gummy worm. And so I had a whole gummy worm. And uh, I hadn't seen this friend in, like, maybe four years. And they fucking showed up with the stupid gummy worms. And within 30 minutes, I was asleep. I had some cool fucking dreams and missed their whole visit. But uh, <laughs> super high definition dreams. And I dream lucidly and dream like super high definition anyway. But you know what was weird is that I don't know if it was just the after effects of the THC, but I didn't dream again for like four or five days after that. When I went to sleep, I just... I think that's normal. Went to, I went to sleep, and there was just like a blank spot, and I woke up, right? And that is highly unusual for me. I usually dream. If I take a two-minute fucking nap, I'm having a dream. Like, I dream every time I go to sleep. So it was really, really weird to me to have that, like, four or five days. I was like, am I ever going to dream again? Yeah, if you, if you listen to the sleep experts on, you know, YouTube lecture about the things that you should do before bed they they recommend just abstaining from cannabis because there's a number of reasons but one of the weird quirks with it is that it it's great at suppressing dreams and also like making it more challenging to reach certain uh, sleep states so i guess whatever state of sleep you're in that would normally generate a dream oh um, interesting i see i'd never heard of that so I didn't dream for like was, 10 years. I thought it was impossible. I didn't know what it was. It was the weed, apparently. Yeah, well, that was weird. It took like four or five days before I started having dreams again. And it was like, to me, it was kind of scary because 
I'm used to having these crazy vivid dreams and I lucid dream. So even if the dream starts off scary, I know I'm asleep and I know I'm dreaming. And so I can kind of like, you know, like, no, we're not going to remember that whole, like, you know, shooting people in Iraq thing. We're going to come over here and build a new farm. And we're going to come over here and like construct our own island paradise, you know, or, or something else. So I can always like steer the dreams and do what I want with them. That's what I always end up doing is mine are always like the end of the world. I'm like one of a few people or blah, 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 or anybody that's there. They don't have faces, but I'm always just building like my base. <laughs> that's what yeah. I'm about. Building my <laughs> base. building is base. fun. Yes. And, yeah. and I'm going around grabbing all my cinder blocks, all my electrical parts, and it's just a mansion of my manly caveness. It's beautiful. Well, I'm I, I got I got a weird, got weird one for you guys. All right, go for um, it. So I, I noticed this within myself with uh, combining weed and, and psychedelics, uh, specifically mushrooms. Um, and I've heard from other people that they've had the same experience where they liked weed all the way up until they started doing mushrooms. And now they suddenly don't like weed as much because it's more... I guess it feels more psychedelic than it ever did before they took psychedelics and it used to just chill them out. And then after they trip, I don't know how many times it takes, but I guess after their exposure to mushrooms, maybe it's high dose only, but uh, then they suddenly have this aversion to the the weed. It doesn't do the same thing for them after, after they've uh, fucked around and found out. Um, have you guys heard of anyone that's gone through that? Uh, my wife, when she gets depressed, she'll take a dose of mushrooms, but it doesn't, uh, it never makes her want to leave smoking weed. Like I'd rather have my wife on marijuana than I'd rather have my wife on um, <laughs> a prescription, prescription med. There, when she was, when she was pregnant, she had to stop smoking weed. And well, obviously, you know, she stopped doing anything at all. And uh, from the mo- from starting for a few weeks out from when we decided to conceive, it's all the way until she was well done with breastfeeding. Um, and so it was like well over a year and a half, I guess, as where uh, she had not done any sort of any sort of weed or anything at all. And um, uh, she kind of sucked. <laughs> <laughs> she was she was an anxious little ball of fucking energy and like super hyper without direction and so when she got done they gave her a prescription for fuck i can't even remember what the fuck it was but uh it was some sort of like ADAD, ADD or adhd medicine and it uh i mean it worked but it was very expensive and uh so when the time when after the the baby and everything was born like her in like the insurance went away and because at the time we were super poor and um, then, uh, or at least we weren't married so that she got free insurance. There's a pro tip for you guys. Uh, don't get, don't get married until after you've had all your children so that you can get on wick. Um, pro tip. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, so her insurance went away. So they didn't ever, they didn't ever re up the, the medication. And so she had this crazy rebound from it. And it was the only time that we've ever had like a serious fucking fight. Right. Is like 
is in her rebound state, she was super paranoid. Like everything was paranoid. I was seeing in the shower and she had like these thoughts that I was seeing to another woman. I'm like, I'm alone in the shower. Who am I singing to? <laughs> right? It's like no one's here. The dog's not even in the fucking shower, like the, the bathroom. There's nobody. And uh, I was like, you know what? It's time for you to start smoking weed again. And that was it. And she, you know, like the baby had already been off uh, booby milk and was on formula and she's right back to being normal, happy, uh, slightly stabby wife. Right. <laughs> so for her, for her, it works really, really well. And it's something that I don't ever want to be without. And she hit the fan situation um, just, just because of the benefits for my wife. She's yeah. a forced pothead, is what you're telling me. She's a what did you call me? No, a forced pothead. No, no, forced. It's just she's a much nicer person on it than off it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're forcing her to be a pothead to save you from being stabbed. No, stabby. she she knows. Um, <laughs> and it's like a self medication thing. It's just oh, no, something going on with her brain. Not in a bad it's way. It's just, something, just saying, yeah. something with her brain chemistry. Where her brain chemistry really likes those, uh, the, 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 what do you call them? The cabinoid like receptors or whatever they're called. What receptors are they? The ones in I the am. brain that like. Cannabinoid? Yeah, the cannabinoid receptors or whatever. Maybe she was born with too little of them or too many of them. I don't know. Whatever the fuck. But it helps regulate the amount of dopamine. That her fucking brain is releasing and helps control her fucking mood. And that's and not only her mood, but her concentration as well. And I've seen that with some people who are super fucking ADD and HD, ADHD, that if they smoke weed or they do weed or cannabis, that they can concentrate on shit. And that's why they got like, they've been pushing for like the CBD gummies and blah, blah, blah. And maybe that works the same way. I don't know. But I do know that my wife doesn't get fucking like high. She doesn't get high anymore. She's been doing it for so fucking long. That there's no like, she doesn't get high. Like she doesn't get couch locked high or giggly or even really feel anything anymore. Um, it's just smooths out the peaks and valleys. Gotcha. I got two more. Uh, well, one big tip and one obvious one. Uh, okay. For uh, safe dosing, especially when you're out with friends and you're just getting a a whole big platter of options of what to take. Um, a, general, a general rule of thumb that I always try to stick to is just don't mix psychoactive drugs into a cocktail um, because the synergy between some of them is just ridiculous. And uh, if you've never done it before, you can't really know like how strong that the, the combo is going to react even just mm-hmm. between uh, cannabis and mushrooms, there's a synergy there. Um, but then people are out at raves doing like, um, they'll take one ecstasy and then they'll take a bunch of LSD. And then later that night, they're going to try something else. And it's like, you know, it might start out awesome. But then like by that third thing, you don't, you never really know which one's going to be the one that pushes you too far. So when they wake up in Mexico missing a fucking kidney. Yeah. And, and habits. You know, it, I think it's a little easier to be open-minded to trying another thing while you're already on one thing. 
<laughs> so well, if they're feeling the, good, that, if they're feeling good, they get that they get that push, like, hey, I could feel better. And it's like right. probably not. No, I think you're at peak good. You're okay right now. You you're not gonna feel better. You're gonna feel fucking. It's gonna turn bad. It's you'd feel fucked. Yeah, I, I've taken just a little too much of MDMA. Not I hate pressed pills. That's another thing. Don't trust the pressed pills. I I heard something recently in the news about uh, pressed pills uh, that used to be safe, uh, relatively, you know, ecstasy pills containing fentanyl now. Like, yeah, what and, it's been a while. It's been it's been around for a long time now. Yeah. So I my theory on that is that it's part of the, the whole. I, China flooded the cartels with with cheap as fucking shit fentanyl, and. Um, I think they're doing it to kill fucking Americans. I mean, and people are going to call me crazy. It but I, looks bet that you, way. I bet you, I guarantee you four or five years from fucking now, after we're balls deep in World War fucking three, everybody's going to be like, yeah, no, that's totally a thing. They were just, uh, it was just part of the new Cold War is that they were just flooding the fucking market with a whole bunch of deadly fucking drugs intentionally to try to kill off fucking people. And yeah, uh, cause I can't picture anyone that knows what, mdma does like i can't picture anyone thinking you know what a really good stack would be for this ecstasy some fentanyl that would go great in this mixture of things like no they they (laughs) flooded the cartels with fentanyl i mean at times they were giving like you know 55 pounds at a time like away just 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 here do something with it and so the cartels were like, great, let's uh, do something with it. Holy shit, this shit's strong. The cartels don't want to kill the drug users. They don't want to. But they were getting financial incentives to add it to stuff. So uh, they were, they've started dosing the fucking shit out of everything. And it hasn't been like Sinaloa or any, like, like some of the regular fucking cartels. is these little bitty fuckers that are just like trying to be little upstart bastards who are cranking out a whole bunch of these deadly fucking shit uh, just simply because they're getting paid to. And it's they get free fucking product, and then on top of that, they're getting paid to fucking push it. So I think it's part of, like, Cold War fucking 2.0. That's my own personal theory, having seen it on the streets and seeing what what it's doing and seeing where it's coming from. It looks like uh, Cold War 2.0. Yeah, There's no does. way... There's no fucking way that the that the cartels know it's not a weapon. That the people who are manufacturing it know that that one fucking pill. Sometimes we're seeing people that are taking one little pill that was labeled ecstasy, right? With like looks like exactly it's like we've got the fucking punch in it and everything. One little fucking pill that has like two fucking grams of goddamn fentanyl in it. So like ten times a deadly dose. Where it's taken us 16 to 18 milligrams of, of Narcan to bring a person back. But a normal dose of Narcan for a heroin overdose is two milligrams. So uh, and you're like, there's no fucking way that they don't. And then you got the car fentanyl too, which is like, what the fuck? Yeah. Nobody's pressing pills car- safely with that stuff. We don't have the equipment. You, you can't. The only way to do that is, is to be in micrograms. Not milligrams, but it's it's like we're talking about like uh, you would need like 250 to 500 micrograms per maybe a quarter of a cup to a cup of product, right? And uh, 
and even then you're going to get an effect off of it. The the doses for carfentanil are so tiny in humans uh, that it's just not it's just not something you could safely do outside of a hospital. Yeah, you need like very expensive lab equipment to make that pill. And even in the hospital when we're using fentanyl, when I'm giving fentanyl to somebody, I have vials of it that are 100 micrograms. It's 100 micrograms of fentanyl that's in like two milligram, two milliliters of water, right? And so I draw that up into a syringe. And so I'll, I'll squirt out, you know, two fucking milliliters of, uh, of water in, out of a flush. And then I'll draw up that. So now I'll have, you know, a, basically 10 to 10. So 10 micrograms per one milliliter, right? So now I'll give that and then I can give like, oh, 70, 50, whatever I need to do for that person. Or if they have like a broken femur, I'll give them all 100. But then after I give them a loading dose, now it's just 100 micrograms. This is not a milligram. It would take, you know, a thousand of the micrograms to make a milligram, right? So I'm giving them a hundred thousandths of a milligram. So I'm take, I will take that then, those micrograms, 100 micrograms, and I'll inject it into a 100 milliliter bag my second dose. And then I'll just use the dial on the bag to set it to where it's dripping 17 drops a minute, 17 drops a minute, 10 drops set is a hundred mils an hour. So I'll set my infusion to give the rest of their meds over an hour period. So when we're, when we're giving, when we're giving narcotics to people, it's a very tiny amounts and having a huge effect. And then you go out there on the street and shit, you're going to go buy a fucking Molly and it might have, you know, 250 to 500 uh, milligrams of fucking fentanyl in it, all right? So you're at, you know, 5,000% the therapeutic injectable dose. So scary fucking shit, man. I would not take a pressed pill in America right now at all. No, no pressed pills. Not not even for the, the other stuff. It used to be able to get pressed pills of Xanax, and they were shockingly... Decent. They they seem like they were evenly distributed, uh, but now those were one of the first ones to get tainted with the the fentanyl. So, can't yeah, do there's that no anymore. way I would do any sort of pressed pressed product. Um, and even then, I mean, I would trust like uh, chocolate or a mushroom or something given to me by one of you fucking guys. But I wouldn't trust like rando fucking you know. Skippy Von Nipple shits on the street. I don't know what the fuck's in there. If he's hey, gonna have me some hay, how'd you know my dealer's name? <laughs> <laughs> like you just can't trust fucking people anymore because the shit's so cheap. They think, oh, hey, I got this. I can fucking mix it in. No, you can't, buddy. Not safely. It's such a tiny amount. And another thing I'd like to address here is that you see all these videos of these cops, like fucking. They get a little bit of the powder on them, and then all of a sudden they fucking fall over and pass out. Guys, I hate to tell you, it's not skin absorbable. It doesn't absorb in the skin. It doesn't absorb in the skin. I've bathed in fentanyl. You cannot absorb it through your fucking skin. They're LARPing. What happens is they've been told a million fucking times, if you you even look at this shit sideways, you're going to fucking pass out and die. And so uh, they do. It's the same reason... That if you go overseas and you're shooting people that don't watch a lot of action movies, like, say, heathen fucking Iraqis, and you're shooting them, they don't just die when you shoot them. But you come to America and you shoot a fucking American, 
and they fall down and die because that's what's supposed to happen in the movie. Right? That just people go into a shock, a state of mental shock when you shoot them in America. But you go shoot somebody that's overseas and those little bastards just don't die. You have to shoot them several times. Because they don't know they're supposed to die. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm serious. It's a fucking mental thing. It's the same thing with a deer. If you don't hit the fucking deer just goddamn right, it runs off into the fucking forest. But if you shoot a fucking person in the arm, they go sheet fucking white, freak the fuck out, sit down, hyperventilate, throw up, go into shock, and fucking die. The American's going to go down like Deadpool in that scene where he gets shot, and then he's just like, all right, this is my last few minutes. Oh, this is taking way longer than expected. Yeah. No. No, man. I've seen some people. I've seen a dude at a gun show once. Shoot himself in the fucking foot with a with a twenty two long rifle, thinking it was unloaded. Scream, he's going to die. Pass the fuck out, like, and then send himself in, into ventricular fibrillation just from the massive adrenaline dump because he believes he's going to die. And we what was shocking that? him. What was that? What was that one called on Lethal Weapon with uh, <laughs> um, with it, when it was on the ice ranking and I shot? He's like, oh, that sounded like a. What a, a blank shot or something like that. He's gonna die. You gotta get him to the hospital. You got shot. Remember, he got shot in the ass. Oh, Al, when Petchy. Yeah, when yeah, Petchy? yeah. Oh, what is that? Damn it! Not to, not to watch the weapon. But like people get it in their fucking head, they're gonna fucking die, and then they just fucking die. That's just what they do. You get, speaking you of that, tell people. Yeah. Speaking of that, that thinking that you're gonna die thing—that's a real thing on mushrooms. I don't think a lot of people realize that that. That can totally happen, and uh, and if you don't know that that could happen, the whole being convinced that you're gonna die thing, uh, you know, because you ate too much and it's first time ever getting that blasted, uh, yeah, it can make you panic pretty hard. And it's good to it's good to know that that is a thing that that exists, and we call it ego death. Uh, or just taking too much mushrooms. <laughs> so, yeah. so if you're Guys, if you're sitting I, I, there one night thinking like, "Holy shit, I fucked up." One of those mushrooms must have been a deadly one or something. You know, who knows? Your mind can come up with some crazy shit. Yeah. Um, I've had one of those experiences before. I knew what ego death was. It was happened to be the best trip of my life. So, <laughs> I would also I'd like, I'd, like to throw, I'd like to throw something in there. This is gonna. We gotta wrap this up, but I'd like to throw something in there about like thinking you're gonna die and shit like that, and then calling for an ambulance. We don't care. We're not going to judge you. We also don't give a shit if you're doing fucking drugs or not. We just want to know what drugs you did, so we know if you didn't just take a diesel dose of fucking fentanyl or some shit. But we all we really don't give a shit. We might come into your fucking house. You got pot and fucking marijuana and shit everywhere. We're not the cops. We don't give a fuck. We don't care. If you show up at the hospital because you've had your friends dropped you off because you're freaking the fuck out, the hospital also does not care. Nobody gives a fuck. We're not gonna all they're gonna do is if you go to the hospital, it's gonna be moderately unpleasant. Only because there's bright fucking lights, a bunch of people asking you questions, they're gonna start an IV, draw some fucking blood, and everything else. And we've seen a lot of people recently who have been doing edibles that are way too fucking strong. People have been like, you know, extracting the THC and then putting it into fucking like make do-it-yourself gummies and shit they saw on TikTok, and they come out like way 300 times too much strong. 
especially with the new Levos or Levo or Le- whatever the fuck that thing is that my wife's got up there in the refrigerator. Uh-huh. Making, way, making way too strong of fucking extracts and then freaking the fuck out and thinking they're going to die. The best bet for that shit is like it would not hurt you if you're going to be a tripper to have one of those little blood pressure fucking machines around so you can see that you're not going to fucking die. Because if you just freaking go, if you go to the hospital, it's going to be expensive and they're just going to laugh at you. Right? <laughs> they're, but they're not even going to, they're, they're just going to give you some normal saline. There's no antidote. They're just going to give you some normal fucking saline, turn the goddamn TV on the room, and leave the bright lights on. So it's not like you're going to be like in a quiet room watching goddamn cartoons in the hospital. No. And they're not even going to feed you. They're just going to let you ride it the fuck out in a bright ass white fucking room. And then when you when you're done, they're going to hand you a bill and you're going to go home. You could just save yourself the fucking problem by proving yourself you're not going to die with the blood pressure machine. That they're like fucking twenty bucks at Walmart, and then uh, like just staying the fuck home. And but if you honestly feel like you're going to fucking die, go to the hospital or call nine one one. Nobody's going to fucking throw you under the bus for it because we don't give a shit. Most of us do drugs too, so it's like you're going to be like doing that early on. <laughs> yeah, nobody's going to give a shit. A lot of the times, if you could, if you call for an ambulance, we're going to be like, "Are you serious? Do you have anybody you can call? Like, do you have a friend that you bought this from, or a brother, or a sister, somebody you can call?" And what we're trying to do is not trying to nail somebody with a drug charge because we're not cops. We're trying every other fucking way we can to find you a trip sitter besides taking you to the hospital where it's going to be a bad experience. We're just like, is if you could find somebody that they could just put on fucking Scooby-Doo and give you some goddamn ice cream and you and turn the lights down and you'll be fine. Or you could go to the fucking hospital and everybody's going to be like, ha, 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 this motherfucker can't handle their Hannibals. You know, and then that's it. Like... Because we don't care. The hospital doesn't give a shit. They're just all there to give you a bill. They don't care. They're not going to report you. Unless you're in a house full of fucking meth with a kid, they're not going to give a shit. They're not going to give a shit at all. They're they're just not. We just don't give a shit. Half of the fucking doctors are goddamn microdosing when they're actually there treating you. So <laughs> nobody cares. Do they like the microdose like, of the mushrooms or, or the acid more when they're at a work? A fuckload of them microdose mushrooms. A fuckload. We're talking probably of the ones that of the of the ER doctors that I know, probably about thirty percent. Yeah, at least thirty percent are on microdose every day of fucking psilocybin. Um, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. and of nurses, the the numbers higher. It's it yeah, they're gonna pretend the, to they're gonna pretend to care about the patient. The microdose works wonders with that. Yeah, well, they get the little compassion, but like, uh, yeah. um, but as far as as like uh, night nurses, day nurses not so much. There's something wrong with them, but like night nurses, <laughs> like, but your, but your nighttime overnight nurses in the ghetto, a lot of them are on some sort of substance. Uh, it might be that they have a, a lot of them are addicted to pills. So if it's like like ADD and ADHD medicine, but. Uh, but the ones that aren't, there's been a big movement within the the medical community to get away from that and get into something like uh, doing like a, st- a statement stack, you know, where they're doing like, Lion's you know, and- 
niacin and fucking uh, psilocybin. Yeah. So uh, they're doing stuff like that, and they're and you know you're going to get better care from those people than you would from somebody oh, yeah. who just don't give. I don't want somebody who's on Adderall unless they're like house, like fixing a major problem, like fixing my cancer or something like that. You know, I want house. I want kind of a dickhead that's going to get the job done right. But yeah, so I'd say, you know, of the now, this is only the doctors that I fucking know, you know, and um, uh, I'm not saying I know every fucking doctor, but I know a lot of the nighttime doctors uh, across a very large area, and probably about thirty percent are doing are 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 um, on a microdose of some type. And then of those, about 85% are proponents of psilocybin. Um, they, they like it. They like, they like the idea of it. They're open to talking about it. If you wanted to talk to them about it, they're, they're going to fucking chill and talk to you for 30 minutes about psilocybin. Like they're not going to, they're like, ew, you're on fucking mushrooms. They'll be like, hey, that's pretty cool. Hey, I've heard about this. I've heard about that. But if you're open to talking to them, they're going to talk to you. But most of the time, if you're to the point where you have to go to the fucking hospital, you're so out of your goddamn mind that whatever. As long as you're not freaking the fuck out and trying to bite people, they're just going to put you in a fucking room and ignore you. And they're going to charge you thousands of dollars for it. You can stay home and watch Scooby-Doo and you're fine. You know? So that's why when we show up, we ask you, like, hey, are you sure there's nobody we could call? Your mom, your grandma, next door neighbor, a friend, relative, the guy you bought drugs from, like anybody who could come over here and just be like, sit with you for an hour or two until you stop freaking out. Because uh, this is going to be expensive and it's going to have the same outcome. You're going to get sober and walk a shame out of here, or you could get sober and just. Roll over in bed and go. God damn, that was a trip. You know. So yeah, have your trip killer ready uh, and save yourself the money. Yeah, uh, do smaller doses and work your way up to yes. big ones. Don't jump in both feet right off the goddamn back, kids. You got the rest of your life to mess around with big doses. No need yeah. to rush it. Yeah. Damn. Don't. Super dose your significant fucking other and then expect them to love you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no no dosing other people that, that yeah. no. That's not, not cool. Here drink this does not work with that. No, no, no. No. I would be that terrified. Is- I'd never want a psychedelic experience that way. I would yeah, be completely be averse to ever trying them. If if that was my first exposure to mushrooms or acid or uh, maybe even Molly, because my heart pumps like crazy on that stuff. Yeah, but I don't know. Well, guys, uh, let's go ahead and wrap this episode up. Normally, when we come to the end of an episode, we like to go around and say something positive. Uh, to kind of like you know give leave everybody with a positive message, and we always start with Deadpool because we like to throw him under the bus. Deadpool, what do you got for us? I don't know. How about la 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 la? Well, um, big yeah. Fuck it, go big or go home. Because if life doesn't break <laughs> you today, don't worry because it's gonna try again tomorrow. <laughs> Eight gram dose. Buffet, <laughs> <laughs> just buffet. Yeah. <laughs> And Jim, what do you got for us, buddy? How about this? Uh, 
sometimes life is just like mushrooms. Good things come in smaller packages. Mm, yes, like uh, fidgets. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you got for us, buddy? I'm trying. New I'm guy. trying to think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it can just uh, be any sort enjoy, of positive. Enjoy message. the enjoy the small stuff because you never know when that when that stuff's really gonna make all the world to you. You might get sick later and miss the the things that you took for granted. So. Take a moment, smell the roses. They're always there. Nice. That's some good shit. God damn it. Now, fuck. Everybody had hopeful shit. Oh, let's see. Wait, wait. Was... I had hopeful shit? I gotta do that again, then. I fucked up. You had helpful <laughs> shit. Yeah, oh, helpful, helpful. All right. Yeah, you had helpful shit. Let's see. Uh, coming from me, it's gonna be enjoy your drugs responsibly. If you have any sort of questions, you can get a hold of, you can. You can call one of those dial a nurse like numbers if you're a local hospital, or you can talk to a fucking nurse if you have a questions about a fucking drug you took. Ninety percent of the time, they're obligated to fucking say, "Yeah, you should come in and get checked." But if you just ask them, like, "Hey, seriously, I kind of feel okay, but I think we're kind of tripping balls a little bit," they're gonna be like, "Yeah, you're you're, you're probably okay. Just wrap up in a fuzzy blanket, and fucking turn on two cartoons, you know, like uh, and or dial a friend." Something like that. You know, make sure that you... Drugs are, in my opinion, drugs are best shared with loved ones. <laughs> wow. I've always... I've always had... I've always had better experiences in groups than I have alone. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's always the case. Yeah. Find that friend on the speed dial, and, and hopefully you'll still remember how to use your phone when you're tripping balls. If you're tripping fucking balls and you're having a bad goddamn time and you shoot me a fucking message on Discord, like, I'm going to answer you, and then I might, like, we might voice chat for a little while and see if you're doing okay. Right? I'm not going to fucking, I'm not going to turn you down. If you're, if if something's bad's going on, you want to just fucking talk it out. But you got lizard people fucking coming out of the goddamn walls telling you that you need to sacrifice your cat. I'm, first off, I'm not going to stop you from sacrificing your cat. I hate cats. Uh, <laughs> and, and, but secondly, you know, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna try to talk you down, and that's just because we love our fucking listeners. We love everybody. Love you guys. If you want to ever get a hold of us, you can get a hold of us through the Discord. If you want to send us a line, you can get us at the fatfolkcult at gmail dot com. If you want any sort of substrate, some spawn, um, grain spawn, agar, any sort of good shit, you can get us get it from Deadpool in our Discord. You can get a hold of him through our Discord. Link will be included in the show notes below. If you'd like to send us some money, and we promise to use it for nothing but pure debauchery, and to keep the show going, you can send How us is money it below? on... You can send us money on uh, Venmo, and it's going to be at Fafocult, or on Cash App, that'll be dollar sign Fafocult. Uh, both all of that will be included in the show notes below, and we love you guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Europe, you guys are picking up a shitload of people. A little over 10%, almost approaching 11% now coming out of Europe. So uh, doing a lot better. Uh, there, as far as the uh, parts in America really picking up steam is Colorado. You guys are either – you guys are either – did Colorado decriminalize mushrooms? It, it, it's uh, legal there. Oh, God. Just a bunch fucking, of VPNs. Those bastards are listening a lot, man, out of uh, – yeah, well, whatever. We still love you, Colorado. 
even though uh-huh. everything's gotten really fucking expensive now. The cartels have moved in to grow all the weed. But whatever. Still love you. And uh, with that, guys, we're going to go ahead and uh, sign off for this episode. Thank you for coming on this crazy-ass ride with us. And we really appreciate uh, having um, our guest guy coming on today, even though we really didn't get a chance to introduce him to everybody very much. He'll have his own uh, mindful, me- mindfully melting. It's going to be his Discord. And we will have him on uh, for a FAFO Monday here shortly and let him tell his entire story. It'll be super fun because he seems like a really good guy and very knowledgeable. Thank you guys awesome, for coming folks. on. Appreciate everybody. you. And we love you. Thank you, guys. Stay safe. Laters. Smooches. <laughs>